What's up, guys? It's Andrew, and welcome to week one of the podcast. Here with me today are my friends Ben. Hola. Evan. Hey. And this gay kid named Zach. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we've got, we've got this whole pretty lit Google Slides uh, presentation of what we're going to talk about today. And the first topic on the list is a Nintendo Switch, followed by Infinite Warfare and uh, uh, whatever you want to call that. I don't even know if it's a game anymore. Uh, Battlefield 1, and then Pokemon Sun and Moon, and then, uh, the, I don't want to talk about this, the, the blasphemy that is the new Apple MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the iPhone 7 and the Google Pixel, being that it's been a, a little bit since they've come out. And then uh, Chromebooks, because fuck you, phone. <laughs> and then Chromebooks, because we use them every day at school, well, usually, and I figured it'd be good to talk about them in a, do, a, new, a new light. And then... Followed by Chromebooks is a subcategory of laptops, I'd say. So let's get let's get started. Let's get Roy into the news. The news. <laughs> uh, and yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna spearhead this Nintendo Switch. When I saw that trailer, I got triggered. Like, get your HP <laughs> out of this out of our campus triggered because I I have huge ass hands and I I bought an iPhone Seven Plus. And sometimes it feels small. It's really bad. So when I saw the Nintendo Switch and I saw those two guys playing NBA on the goddamn little controllers, I was like, there is no fucking way I can comfortably play a video game on a piece of a, a, a fucking French toast stick controller, dude. <laughs> it is not possible. <laughs> and then, like, apparently, and I was like, when I thought about it, I was like, all right, if I have, I, I have to do this. When I see my 3DS, wherever the Okay, here we go. When I see my 3DS, one side has a joystick, one has buttons, and then one the other has a D-pad with the joystick. And I didn't really look close up, and I was like, it, Nintendo could have massively fucked up if the one, had, one side had a joystick and the other didn't. Because, let's be real, if you're playing NBA with a D-pad, you're... <laughs> no, not bueno. <laughs> no, no bueno. <laughs> no bueno. Nope, just play it on a PC yeah. at that point. Keyboard. Yeah. Fuck uh, all right, um... The the one feature I am looking forward to is it's it's mobility because like let's be real here I carry a school I usually carry my MacBook uh, I've started carrying it daily just to do the film class and such and it's kind of a hassle it's pretty big but I also carry my 3DS for you know the bus and there aren't many games I like playing on my 3DS to be fair I like having a bigger screen. And I have to say, I wouldn't like a big screen because I've never owned a monitor over 24 inches. I don't think it's that necessary. But any laptop I like is I've had a 15 inch and a 13 inch and a 14 inch. I've got to say, there's no like, I've used a MacBook Air 11 inch. I don't think I could do it. I think it needs to be 13 to 15. And if it's a desktop monitor, 21 to 24. There's like a perfect screen size. And for me, the DS, uh, no, 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 no. I'd much rather be playing on an iPad, so that's why I'm really looking at the Nintendo Switch. Because although it looks cool uh, as a desktop, well, not a desktop, uh, a living room console, I don't see it being that for me. I think it'd be a replacement for my 3DS, which I admit is cool. But if you look at the pictures, it, like, uh, yeah, there's a picture on the Nintendo website of someone holding it in a car. And it looks like about the same size as a Kindle Fire. And 
it looks it looks like a good size and with like the sides on it i think it's it's almost perfect but like i don't know because it really depends on how like heavy it is but i don't think it's going to be that heavy because like i said even my 3ds it's light it's perfectly fine weight wise um pricing i don't know because let's you talk about a 2d not a 2ds a 3ds uh, 3ds xl how much does that go for now looks like when it came out it was the like original 3ds yeah when it first came out it was uh, like 199 i think yeah like 200 and then two like 50 for the yeah xl and now they're about 179 yeah and then the wii u came out at like what like 399 399 yep and if we're talking across between a wii u and a 3ds i only see it being like <laughs> like two two ninety nine, three fifty, but because it's not it's not a it's an it's not a home console dedicated and it's not a mobile console dedicated. Uh, I don't know how it's gonna be priced. I've heard like three. It, the highest it's gonna be is three ninety nine, right? Yeah, I, I don't see it, me buying it if it's over three hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, I think three hundred fifty would be fine. I'd be fine with that, but that's like my max. Specs, it's using the a custom Nvidia Tegra one. Not Tegra one, just a Tegra chip, uh, which I don't know. It's uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's disappointing. It is I mean, pretty bad. The Nvidia Shield tablet has a, a Tegra K one chip. Yeah, but and... that's the K one. This one is custom for Nintendo, so. Right, but you, you're uh, only gonna be able to overclock a C one of those processors so far before it becomes unstable, like overclocking any component of your see, PC. I'm not, I'm not worried about overclocking. I just don't want it to get hot because if I'm if I'm fucking cooking like grilled cheese while trying to play mario kart that's not good yeah that's, that's not gonna good. <laughs> especially because like you're holding that in your hand yeah <laughs> and then uh i do like the um the the base station but i ho i heard the base station's only like to charge and for the uh video output i thought it would have been a lot cooler and a better idea if the base station held some kind of hard drive that you could load like uh digital download games Onto. Yeah, I wish the home system had its own customary processor instead of having mm. to use the tablet's built-in processor but, to render something on your TV. Because, like, we're talking resolution, and I don't think that that K1 is going to be pushing out 1080p with very nice frame rates at all. Because it's rumored that the tablet itself is only 720p, which isn't bad. And if we're talking, like, pricing, and it's going to be about $300, I think... 7, 720p screen is adequate to keep that price point low. Now, if they're going to be charging like $400 for a 720p screen and a Tegra K1, then yeah, fuck yourselves. I'm not going to buy one. But um, if we're talking about like video outputting to TV and we're going to have to go push to 1080p or 900p, that chip is only going to support maybe like a max of like 35 to 30 FPS, which isn't bad. But when we're talking about new and, and improved games like the new Zelda game, um, I would, I would, Skyrim. I would like, and Skyrim, I would like not to play a remastered version of Skyrim at 35 FPS. Yeah, if I'd they're playing play Skyrim, like, especially even if they're playing Skyrim at 720, like, like I keep on hearing K1, but this isn't a K1. It's a, it's a custom chip. Right, but so, the rumors are that yeah. it's not so much stronger than the original. I just K1. feel like Nintendo games. We're talking Mario Kart, and Skyrim is like the only big game I've seen. NBA, they're, they're all pretty like. They're not terribly hard games to run, but on this list, I'm seeing, I'm I'm seeing Activision. Uh, I don't see Frostbite or do it. Yeah, no. EA. With this Frostbite. Oh, no, there's EA. There's EA. So, I don't know. That's that's pretty much NBA. But I don't see any big like, 
Oh, what's that one? CryEngine. I don't see CryEngine on there. So, like, supported engines. Uh, as far as, like... Like, you're not going to be playing Metro Last Light on this. That's not that's not a, happening. Right, but well, we're talking about Cryware, which is kind of the subdivision. Bethesda, mm-hmm. Activision, Capcom, and EA, I think, are the big ones. And Ubisoft. So, if Ubisoft... I'm not going to talk about Ubisoft, because their graphics downgrade in every game. I think they'll be fine. Uh, but when it comes to, like, Activision and Bethesda... Uh, I think them trying to release something with with decent gra- graphics is going to be a little hard, especially with the Unity engine because I see that on there yeah. and the uh, Epic Games. So we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll see where that goes. But I feel like besides like Sega, Konami, and kind of like the baseline Nintendo form factors that they've always had for the years, uh, these new kind of adopters for the Switch, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what what they have to make adjustments wise. I'm mostly I'm not going to be playing Skyrim on a. Nintendo Switch. Yeah, that's what we have PCs for. Um, I'm mostly interested in... I I am actually, like, really disappointed that it's a cartridge-based system still. That's, like, my biggest... Yeah, one. yeah. I thought that would have been, like, some way they put it a disc. Uh, I don't think... I didn't even want disc. I wanted full digital download. Back yeah, then. yeah. Full digital would have made the most sense in a console like the Switch. Because yeah. we're talking yeah. about read and write speeds that are probably cancer to, like, maybe a hard drive from, like, 2005. See, 3DS uses a cartridge, and it's not that bad. Uh, I feel like they tried to combine a Wii U into a, a 3DS, and at this point, I'd rather just buy a Wii U because I know it's capable enough, and it's it's a disc, and someone's... Well, yeah, if the, Switch, if the Switch doesn't go above 720, like, the Wii U did 1080 on its own. Yeah. So if you're outputting to the TV and it's at 720, got, like, the Wii U is already more powerful. Yeah, I gotta say, I sold my Xbox One to get a MacBook. And ever since then, I've kind of missed consoles. But uh, I got to say, after playing PC and, like, I, I think the only console that makes sense, for me at least, is a Wii. A Wii, a Wii of any kind. Like, I really wanted a Wii U, the white one. Uh, unfortunately, it's a lot, like, I'm pretty sure, like, it's only, like, 16 gigs compared to the black one, which is 32. And I loved the white one, not because it's white and embraces, but because it, <laughs> I just liked it. Because I have a white iPhone, I have a white Chromebook. Uh, you know, I just like the color. It looks nice when it's all shiny. And I wanted it, but the fact is it's a smaller hard drive. And it's it's a party console. And that's why it makes sense to, yeah. to get it. Yeah. If you're only PC and, like, you play console when your friends come over, it doesn't make sense to have a $500 console that you spend $500 plus another controller, which is $60, and then games... Where I feel like the the Wii U is better for like I'm I'm not gonna use it a lot, but like it's better for like I, it's better for me when I'm alone because it'll be like story based story driven games, like uh, Zelda, Pokemon, all those little games, and then you've got Mario Kart and Smash when your friends come over. I feel like that's the the best like middle ground for console versus PC. Well, when you think about it, like that's what Nintendo makes. Yeah, they don't make like games like. Fallout, like these heavily like single player games. Those like the games everyone talks about on Nintendo's side are Mario Party, Mario Kart, and like Smash, which are huge like multiplayer games. And I think that's what people are expecting from the Switch is a full fledged console experience. And I think that's why people are hating on it so much. And I think people need to be reminded that this isn't a full on console for the extremists. This is for the like party, for the, yeah, for the party people. Even them. in the in the, like the Nintendo Switch trailer, you see those people like at the airport playing fucking on their Switch. Uh, I don't know if I would do that, but you know, I think it'd be great to carry. See, 
that's that's why I, I, I didn't make this connection before, but I, I'm now getting my words in my mouth. Uh, I, I like the Switch because I like the DS. But it's also a console that's it's for my TV. But I don't know if if I want to get a Nintendo console like a Wii U, it's because I want to play it when friends come over and I already have a DS. If I buy a Switch, it's like trying to replace my 3DS and trying to be my Wii U. And at this point, I don't know, it's like I already have a 3DS. I don't need another mo- handheld. I really just want like a, a Wii U for when my friends come over because that's the only time I need a like console for my couch. What's crazy to me is just the fact like this is the third time Nintendo has just done something that no one else had ever thought of before. Mm-hmm. The Wii was completely different than anything else. The Wii U is I feel like the Wii U incredibly different. was like the envisionment of the Wii at its like yeah. most refined form. Like the Wii was like, oh, this is pretty lit. And then it's like, well, actually not really because some of like the controller. Nah, you're not playing real game. When the Wii U came out, yeah, the Wii U came out, and it's like, all right, we fixed, we fixed. You can you can use legitimate controllers now. It you have a tablet you can take too. It's pretty neat. You can play on a tablet if you just want to chill in your room, or you can use a console too. It's like it's a, it's pretty good. It's really good. It's it's essentially like the Wii 2.0. Yeah, and it seems like they're just getting more mobility because now instead of having your Wii U with its own dedicated hardware and disk drive. And the pad. Now we just have one pad for everything. And I think like they were kind of going for smaller form factors. So instead of having two wireless controllers on the on the Wii, then going to the wireless gamepad, and then you you know if you want to use not... the GameCube controllers. And now it's just one controller integrated with the ta- with the tablet. But now instead of using that tablet on its own, when you're at home, you just plop it in, and then you slide the two. That's sides the one on thing the I don't controller. like. I like I really like the form factor of like not the form factor like the mobility of the dual display like. On your DS, I f- this is I'm gonna keep on referring to this. On your DS, you have your top screen and your bottom screen. Most of the actions on the top, and then you have your essential like navigation tools on the bottom. And I feel like they, I like the Wii U because I have that that secondary screen in my hands that I can occasionally look down to to get like information and stuff. And then I have my big TV where I'm gonna be doing all the game playing. But with the Switch, I can't do that. I have a controller in my hand, and that tablet is essentially hooked up to my TV, and it loses its mobility. In that um, sense. One thing I feel like they could have done is, like, done something similar to what they did with 3DS, where, like, if you had it hooked up to the TV, or, like, there was a way where you could take it out of the port but still have it playing on the TV and have, like, a navigation on the bottom, like the 3DS. Yeah. You know what I do like uh, is you can do that with uh, Smash on the Wii U. You can play on your 3DS and onto the TV. I wonder if that will carry over to the Switch. Well, yeah. we're talking backwards compatibility is supposed to be off for the Switch, which is one yeah. of the gripes. But if I they have. have, if they have this, well, the 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 Wii U Smash, the game, the Wii U Smash, was not compatible with the 3DS. It's, I mean, they're using two different cartridge systems. Right, but they were one linked. disc, but they were linked, and I think that'll still work. I'm on sure the that Switch. will be there the case with that and Amiibos, because I'm I'm really eager to see if uh, they did what they did with the new 3DS, where the Amiibo support is underneath the screen with that M- uh, NFC chip. Um, I haven't read too much into that, but I'm assuming that should be in there because I don't think they're going to make uh, Amiibos obsolete anytime I think, soon. I think they fucked up with the new 3DS and not including a charger. It just seems like, stop, you're not Apple. Please don't do this to me. <laughs> uh, that's Nintendo. Like, Nintendo does a lot of things right, but they do make a lot of stupid decisions. All right, this is my last question on the Switch. If you have a 3DS right now, do you guys have one? I have yeah. one. All right. 
if you have a 3DS, do you have any, like, motivation to sell it, to get rid of your 3DS and move over to the Switch? No. no not really. No. Not at same here, not as, the, the, not the, as of yet. The 3DS is just too, too good of a handheld experience. So, I mean, regardless of the fact that screen quality isn't the best... Um, even if they were to release, like, a newer 3DS with, like, a nice, like, at least a 480 or 720p screen, a little bit more expensive, I'd pay for that. Um, but it's just, it, the form factor that the 3DS has is something I don't think the, the Switch is going to replace. Because pretty much what a Switch is, if we're talking in industry standards, is, like, a NVIDIA Shield tablet with two controllers strapped on the side. But instead of it playing, you know, the cloud-based and Android games, we're talking Nintendo games. That's That's pretty much what it is, and the 3DS represents a lot more than just a tablet yeah i feel like um i'm also really curious to see this is this last thing i'm going to say about nintendo if you guys want to say anything get it out right after i say this so we can move on what do you guys are you guys gonna buy any of the nintendo apple partnered games on the app store when they come out i might depending on what they are yeah price is is, is what's going to determine that because if it's going to be something like a mario game and it's like $20 $20 on because Apple likes to jump prices like ridiculous. Yeah, like if, if Mario Run was like 10 bucks, I would not buy that. Yeah, no, definitely yeah, not. Yeah, Mar- Mario Super Run is coming out soon. Uh, I think that's the only one that they've released yeah. like publicly so far. Because I, I really, okay, I really like the Apple ecosystem. I have a watch, I have an iPad, I have a MacBook, and I have iPhone, and I have an iMac. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think the usability of an iPhone, the, it's the simplicity and the, like, just overall fluidity of the of the operating system combined with a Nintendo-esque gaming, like, ecosystem it might work really well. That's about it. Mm. All right. Uh, now we're on our next subject, which is Infinite Warfare, Warfare. In Battlefield 1. So I'm going to skip the uh, new Infinite Warfare trailer thing. Because I have not seen it, but I know what I've seen like clips and it just looks to me like what they try and do every year with their live action trailer. So uh, I put some links in the Google slide from Charlie Intel, which is probably like the most reputable Call of Duty leak source. They've gotten a lot of stuff right, especially like this coming cycle. And uh, just recently, I think like today, they dropped all the game modes and all the maps. And so the, the game mode is pretty, like, similar. New ones, pretty much, like, all the same ones you've seen. New ones mainly being, like, Frontline, which we saw in the beta. Defender, which was in the beta. And um, Reinforcing Grind, which we haven't seen in the beta. Search and Rescue is new, but I'm pretty sure it was in Ghost. Yeah, it was so in Ghost. Not, it's that. not new, new. All right, uh... Evan, I think you, you, might, you might be a little too close to your mic, but that's that's just okay. Like, I'll back up. A little. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, see, here's here's where I'm at with Infinite Warfare. Everyone hated it. Everyone hated it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I want it. I, if you if you've come to my house, you can see that I own six Neil deGrasse Tyson books. That's all of them. Actually, no, not all. Of, there's four of them. Uh, I have a Space Atlas book and a Mars topography book. What I saw in the new trailer, the the war on Mars. <laughs> I had to get the game. There's there's no other way. The the beta won me over. 
Yeah, okay. but just looking at the like-dislike ratio right now of the original trailer, like, you can see everyone hated this. There are over 3 million dislikes. It's the most disliked video game trailer. clip on YouTube. I feel like it got a lot of hate because it was compared to Battlefield. space. It was it yeah. was it was hated so much because we're talking about development cycles that are before Advanced Warfare and Black Ops 3 were really in the works and publicized. So people got sick and tired of this futuristic space or futuristic for the last See, two games. I think feel. And I think now that space is included in the mix, people just got kind of tired of it. And like I don't mind the space aspect, and I played the shit out of the beta, and I'm not gonna lie, it was okay. The only thing I had an issue with is that I felt like the game was way too slow. Like the f kind of fluidity I felt in Black Ops 3, I felt like I was getting more of a ghost aspect to the game. Oh. In, in, in terms of speed, because I like playing my games fast. Like, I'm not one of those esports that takes their time. I'm running gun. That's what COD has been for me all the time. So, like, walking into this beta, I felt like it was a lot more slower than it should have been. But, I mean, it was, was kind of slow, but I also felt like apps were way too. Tiny for uh, how like how you fast you could get some. We're getting cut out. Oh no. That's my bad. I should fix that. Oh, okay. This sounds better now. Yeah, the maps yeah. were tiny. Yeah, one thing I do gotta say is I remember seeing um, a tweet or a Facebook post from Infinity Ward, and they said Infinity Warfare is gonna go back to the roots. They're gonna be boots on the ground no more like what that implied to me was like there's going to be no more like thrusters or like boost jumping and things like that see as then, like, the as for me i am not one of the people who hates boosters uh titanfall oh i don't hate boosters either it was okay. like i love i like i actually personally love that um like they kind of like in advanced warfare they kind of like that was like the infancy of it but then they, I feel like they're kind of fine-tuning in Black Ops 3. Um, I never played Black Ops 3. Um, like, I thought they were going to, like, go back to, like, the last one that was actually boots on the ground was Ghosts. I thought they were going to back to something like Ghosts, where it's, uh, like, just boots on the ground, no, like, thrusters or boost am, jumping. Am I the only like one that. who, like, really likes Ghosts? Well, I liked it. Ghosts I thought it was... Okay. Ghost was okay. I fucking love Ghosts. The story for Ghost was great. I just felt like multiplayer it was, was never finished. Because it was Modern Ghost Warfare 2. really good. <laughs> Have you played that? I think it was like Hedgestone. That like, that that like really open cobblestone and grassy map. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that map. That was my favorite map. I would just play that map. <laughs> Me too, actually. That was, Ghost was one of those games like, it was. It looked actually like for a Call of Duty game. Like it looked really nice, especially it was, like. It was the first time they actually were like, "All right, we need to we need to do something about graphics." Yeah, and they put and it was like, a second thought for the one and the PS4, and it looked really good on those games. Yeah. And I think if if they weren't more concerned with like, the previous generation consoles in the development cycle, obviously they didn't know that, like the newer consoles would be coming out. But if yeah. they were more concerned with like, development for those, like the those games. Ghost would have looked really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, and um, uh, one thing. Oh crap! Hold on. Never mind. I lost it. <laughs> All right. So, I I'm gonna ask this ahead of time. For you, 
when you buy an Infinite Warfare, do you feel like you're buying Modern Warfare Remastered and then Infinite Warfare? Or Infinite Warfare and then Remastered? Oh, I'm buying Modern Warfare Remastered before Infinite Warfare. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, me personally, I would, I'm buying Infinite Warfare first because I've never played Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare well, is you, uh, you missed possibly, out on a good, uh... yeah, it's possibly the greatest Call of Duty game they have ever made. Yeah, I heard about that, and that's why like, I want to get like one of the Prestige editions so that I can play this, because I heard it's a really good like game, and I want to play it. And See, it looks it looks beautiful yeah, it does. on the, uh, the next-gen, on these new consoles. Like, I think the I'll remaster is really good. on my computer. But the thing is, Modern Warfare 1 was never the standout Call of Duty for me. <laughs> Modern Warfare 2 was kind of like, if we're talking about new gens that came into the game, Modern Warfare 2 was kind of their entry level. I think... Modern Warfare 1 was for the early adopters of COD that played COD before, and that were into FPSs a lot more than people are into now, because that game was released in, what, 07? It was it was 07 or 08. It's about eight years I old, was, I think. I was never well, introduced to... I wasn't introduced to COD chronologically. Uh, I inherited an Xbox from my cousin... And then was just given games. Like, I got all the Call of Duties from, like, a jumbled amount of time. And then I went and played them individually. And I have to say, Call of Duty 3 really was my game. I don't know what it was about it, but it was my game. Like, What was Call of Duty 3 again? It was a World War II game. Oh, okay. And it was so damn good. <laughs> okay, you mentioned was, World War 3 was pretty good. You mentioned World War II, so I'm going to say this real quick. No, no, no. Yeah. So the only reason why I would ever choose Battlefield 1 over anything is because I am a huge World War 1 and 2 buff. Like, that's my shit. I have, like, models in my room. I have history books. It's just the most interesting part of history to me. And then, like, seeing Infinite Warfare in its entirety of futurism and, and seeing Battlefield 1, like, classic take on warfare with a little bit of a twist is why I always lean towards Battlefield. But, like... I mean, I played the shit out of the beta for Infinite Warfare. And besides the slow part of it, I really enjoyed it because it was kind of like a, a getaway from all the the standard shit that we've played. Because Black Ops 3, after so like a couple months, just I didn't want to play it anymore because I kind of got bored. Um, and then, like, including that ridiculous shitty right. campaign that I almost killed myself with playing. Um, <laughs> I think that Infinite Warfare is going to bring something new to the table in terms of story, and then in terms of multiplayer, I think it's going to be nice to play somewhere outside of our planet. And I'm hoping they do, like, realistic space. Like So, like, things in space would be different. Like, if you're playing on a different planet, like, jumping and gravitational thrusters would be different. Like, and it wasn't so far in the beta, but I'm hoping, like, maybe further down the line they can add those into the game because I feel like that would make a huge difference. Do you think um, they're going to add multiplayer maps with the space, kind of? They have to. Yeah. They have to. And, and Most definitely. You can't be like, hey, fight on Mars, not multiplayer. <laughs> um, one thing that I, I just remembered right now is um, is I remember playing the Ghost campaign, and I feel like they were kind of like, before they were like thinking about what their next game would be I feel like they're kind of toying around with the idea of like fights in space with their with their mission on the space on the space station yeah that was yeah cool. that was a that was a good mission I like that mission I like that one too um all right now battlefield um 
<clears throat> I like Battlefield. I like Battlefield three and four. One, I'm not really feeling. Like it. I'm not gonna lie. There are really good moments, but for example, the beta, the only map you could plan was that desert. That, that map desert sucked. It's ass. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's like on the north, like the north coast of the map, you've got building after building after building canyons and then the southern half is just sand there's nothing there yeah the e-flag is literally in the middle of the desert it's, there's uh, nothing for like 20 miles. miles it's realistic as hell but it's boring as fuck i'm not gonna lie <laughs> and uh i love getting shot halfway through the fucking map with a shotgun yeah <laughs> 10 out of 10 and that's still a bug that is still a bug i'm losing i'm losing smg fights to people with pistols and shotguns something's wrong and it's like a reoccurring thing with this bullshit where Battlefield has its betas that are like decently okay. And I feel like when the release release comes out, it's going to be garbage, like full on for PC at least. I hope like things aren't horrible. I just felt like the game was like, it, I, I kind of feel like it, someone took Hardline and do what they do every year and kind of reskinned it. And then like, I, I feel a little different on that. I feel I, like one was not reskinned. I feel like the mechanic, the engine was reskinned with different maps, but the game modes and the actual additional features, uh, like the guns and stuff, were, were something new. It's kind of like I'm still not used to the engine that they're using, like the new iteration of Frostbite, because I, I, I never really played Hardline. I, play Battlefield, I still play Battlefield 4. And the engine that they used, the Frostbite engine that they used in Battlefield 4, and the engine that they used here and the one they use in Battlefront, it, it seems like a toned-down version because it seems more... Battlefront. It, it, it seems more animated than Battlefield 4 was because Battlefield 4 seemed to go to realistic, like, super realism. And I, I feel like these games aren't going, like, too far on that front because they're making it more animation, more cartoonish, I want to say. I want Battlefront 2 to come out. That has to be a thing. Yeah, Battlefront Battlefront was okay. I, I mean, Battlefront the, new, 2? the new expansions were the shit. Okay, we, we were talking about Battlefront 2 for, like, the PlayStation 2 and the Xbox 360. Possibly the greatest Star Wars game ever created. The only Star Wars. It is game. the greatest Star Wars it game is. ever created. And I, and then and then to have that remade on the newest Frostbite engine. I was mad when there wasn't Star Wars, there wasn't space battles on Battlefront One or just Battlefront, I guess now. When they remake Battlefront, well, they don't. They're not remaking it, but when they introduce another Battlefront Two, it's gonna be insane. There is. I have no doubt in my mind it might possibly become like the greatest selling game. Yeah. Because you take Battlefront 2, the the greatest Star Wars game ever created, release it in a time where the new Star Wars movies coming out, you've got Rogue One and then you've got The Force Awakens. Not The Force Awakens, what am I saying? What the fuck? Uh what's it called? What's it called? The Force needs 5 more minutes. Yeah. Um I think it's just ep just episode, episode eight. eight. E episode eight is what yeah, it is at, at this point. Yeah. And you've got episode eight coming out in 2018 or 19. 2018. Yeah, I 1918. Think. Perfect segue into re-releasing a game and releasing it right. Remastered, released with Infinite Warfare was probably the worst decision I think yep. ever. Should have been a base game. Could have yeah. sold way more units. And they it will. Sold way they will. More if it was a base game. They will make a base game, and this is just here so they make money off of Infinite Warfare because all they hated had. I think that was an executive decision, because they they know they know regardless of how shitty Infinite Warfare might might have been, you slap Modern Warfare Remastered on that box and people are gonna eat that shit like water. 
Eat, eat water. Yeah. Eat water. Eat water. Yeah. Eat water. Eat water. <laughs> Have you guys ever had powdered water? <laughs> Hell yeah. Water in a box. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fucking. So, for me, uh, I liked in Battlefront, uh, Battlefield One beta, you could nade someone and they'd become the fucking Iranian space program and just fly <laughs> into the sky forever. I love that. Incredibly far. I remember me and my friend Issei were playing. And he was on a horse, and he stabbed someone. They flew and never came back. <laughs> never. I gotta the say, physics in the battlefield yeah. games are a little finicky sometimes. Yeah, I gotta say, planes are planes are lit. I like it. <laughs> Dogfights are insane. They really are. Yeah. But I think it's good because, like, I, comparing it to like the jets and shit they used to fly in Battlefield Four. Like I come, I kind of found myself way having so much more fun on these planes, just kind of like having classic dogfights with people yeah. instead of like these high speed jets where like half the time you're trying to scramble where the fuck you were on the map. Mm -hmm. The tanks. I haven't played the release. I only played the beta. Yeah, but maybe. in the beta, the tanks were incredibly overpowered. They were. <laughs> I went twenty eight and oh one game. I, I spawned in the tank at the beginning of the game and I never got out. That World One, that World War One tank could beat the fucking Russian nuclear submarine from Modern Warfare Two. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Modern Warfare Two or One? It was Two yeah, when they yeah. blew up the submarine. That that tank could one tap the fucking submarine. <laughs> yeah. The especially like the light one because it moved yeah. so fast. It's so and fast. You don't, to, you don't have to get out to repair. You just sit there for a little while and hold it like. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. uh, so at this point, uh, Infinite Warfare and Battlefield 1. As a base game, Infinite Warfare will not be as good as Battlefield 1, obviously. Because, you know, as much as I hate to say this, it's a Call of Duty. It's recycled at this point. Yeah. Like, even when they started doing, like, the space theme and all the jumping around the booster. You know houses, what? I have one question, though. Start... I have yeah. one question. I didn't play... Uh, Infinite Warfare campaign or uh, Black Ops 3 campaign. I remember the last campaign I played was Ghosts or Black Ops 2. Black Ops 2 had the option where you could choose your ending by like consecutive choices you made. Is that still a feature in the new Call of Duties? I don't mm, think so. No, Battlefield no, uh, so. Black Ops 3 didn't have that. And that's a problem I've had because, I'll be honest with you, Black Ops 2 probably had one of the best campaigns I've ever played besides, like, Modern Warfare. Um, and even I can even argue, too. But I think the whole idea of making your own ending and, like, making choices along the way of a story just brings so much more, like, in interest. Like, I played the shit out of Black Ops 2, and I ended up playing the campaign six times to get all six endings. And I was like, I, I never let down every time I played the campaign. I just felt like it was such a well-written campaign. Uh, and then, like, when we hit to Advanced Warfare, that was shit. And I was really mad because Kevin Spacey is a really good actor. And that was just, like, a complete waste of potential. <laughs> Black Ops 3 had a almost Wait, oh, yeah, Kevin, I did play. I did play Infinite Warfare. Not Infinite Warfare, Advanced Warfare. I did play that, that uh, campaign. And Black Ops 3, almost suicidal campaign I uh, that I just, like, forced myself to finish was horrible, so I'm hoping Infinite Warfare doesn't fuck up a story. Yeah, I feel I'll like play it. Ghost got so much hype for having like an award-winning written script, and it was just copied and pasted, dude. I'm kind of sad. Go on, Zach. Yeah. Um, I I played... I'm 
currently playing the Black Ops 3 campaign, but I'm stuck on one mission because it's so impossibly hard. I'm like on the third to last mission. And you're like stuck in the small room with oh, that oh giant tank thing. Yep. It's almost like it's impossible to finish on your own. You need like at least one other player to play. And that was an interesting concept that I saw in Black Ops 3 was the multiplayer campaign. I never used it. I used it once with one of my friends. It was, I kind of just felt like it was a feature there, but when we actually came to like the story story of the campaign, adding more people to your game just kind of confused the shit out of what you were actually playing because you didn't know who was talking to who most of the time. Yeah. But it was an interesting was concept. They had in uh, World at War, they had co-op camp. That was fun. Yeah. That was fun, and it also didn't Okay, I'm good. Because you both played the, like, the main character. I've got to say it now. Well, that was my favorite Call of Duty. I completely overpassed that. World of War is one of my favorites. That even in World at War, you got to choose your ending because you you decided to save Dempsey or Roebuck. Is that yeah? That's probably his name. It was no. You you play or you got to save uh, Roebuck or Pawlowski. There we oh, go. Yeah. I think I don't remember who Dempsey. I Dempsey is one of the did, zombies characters. Yeah, Dempsey yeah. is one of the zombies characters. I like World at War, not so much for the idea because i loved i mean the base game but i think the reason why it's in so much of our hearts is because it was one of the only games to include a zombies that we still fucking enjoy because like even to this day i still have issues with some of the the zombie games i like how world at war had a dual ending because you got to play as a russian and as an american oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was the russian campaign in that game was amazing it was yeah the sniper mission this, that, yeah, that was like the first mission you got to play as the Russians too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I Can we still talk have about yet to play that game? <laughs> the Nintendo DS World at War that I just saw on Wikipedia. Oh my god. Oh, I, <laughs> so I, I, I played World at War on the Wii. That I remember that. that. Was, Dude, yeah. I remember that. That was lit because I used to, I bought that plastic gun that they had with it, and I played like I think it was uh, World oh, at I, War and Modern Warfare on there. Uh, just for fun, and it was like it was really bad, but it was kind of fun just having to aim when you, yourself. When you play with the gun, it didn't work because you had to uh, you had to move with the nunchuck, and so you would you had to move with the nunchuck, but at the same time you had to aim with the uh, like the yeah, it was and really it just bad. Did not work. Yeah, I I don't even know. If I were to get uh, Infinite Warfare, I have to get it for like Xbox, but I don't have one, so I won't get it. Uh, <laughs> if I'm getting it, it's PC, but I'm getting the. If I'm gonna buy Infinite Warfare, I'm gonna have to buy the one that includes Modern Warfare Remaster because I will not just buy that game on its own. Okay, I think we have to move on because we've all agreed shit game, um, <laughs> unless it somehow defies all like expectations and is actually good. Which is yeah. probably about two percent chance, but yeah. Um, all right. I mean. Ghost was overhyped and people hated it. I thought it was pretty good, but I liked it. It was alright. Alright, and right. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump right into this like a cold ass pool. <laughs> Pokemon Sun and Moon. I am so confused with Pokemon. I feel like their their releases are like either extremely hyped or just super like subdued. Like I I was so hyped for Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. I got Alpha Sapphire. And then, like, what came out? Like, Pokemon White and Black? Or, what? There was no, two Pokemon. X, X and Y came out before yeah, Alpha Omega. Sa 
Alpha Sapphire, and then and then nothing has been out since. Nothing then. has been out because I was like convinced someone at school told me that there was a release after Alpha Sapphire and in between Sun and Moon, and that's why I was so confused. No, I don't know. No, there wasn't anything. Okay, so there was that like fan made game Pokemon, like Uranium. Uranium, Uranium came po- out like Pokemon in August. Go. Yeah, but then like a week later, it was shut down by Nintendo. Yeah, that and that game had like drastically different. Like that, that game was kind of, in a way, like innovating, like Pokemon. They added like the new uranium type and like all this crazy shit. And and Nintendo was like, uh, no, you can't do that. Yeah, no, no. yeah, like, and I don't even think that was Nintendo America. I think it was Nintendo Japan because Nintendo Japan's marketing decisions are about probably like it's just a bunch of old shits who can't catch up with the way gaming is is moving now. Well, they don't want they don't want people making like money off, off of their, their brand game. but i'm pretty like it was free yeah it was free he wasn't getting any profit off of it um okay are you guys gonna get sun and moon or sun or maybe moon? possibly if you get sun and moon sun and moon are you gonna get sun or moon i have no idea possibly. what the difference is anymore to be so, honest pokemon type and uh legendaries I'd probably get both. Yeah. I just got to wait for user reviews, uh, really. I'm not going to get Moon because the fucking legendary looks like a Zubat peeking over a shower curtain. <laughs> and Sun is a lion on fire. So it's pretty cool. I don't know. I'll just get whatever one, I guess. I don't really care. The last Pokemon game I, I played was Pokemon Y. I played Y and Alpha Sapphire. Those I played X. I didn't, and, uh, I didn't play all Mega of Alpha Moon. Sapphire, though. I, I played, like... Halfway into the game and got like super dead, sold the by thing, by DS and yeah, call it quits. Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby were remakes of the third gen. Those games were so long. <laughs> Those games are so much longer than any of the other Pokemon games. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, it mm. was so boring. I don't know. Pokemon to me is kind of like kind of lost it a little bit. Like, I love Pokemon to death, but, like, the more I play the new games on the 3DS, the more I kind of just want to finish it and get over with. The new games on the 3DS are considerably easier. Right, which is kind of, like, the issue I have, because you could just run through that game one run, and then, like, you you won't have any any thought about playing it again, because you just don't want to put yourself through that. Like, like, one, like, or not one, like, Red and Blue are incredibly difficult games. Fire Like, for a child, for a child. And then, um, like, Gen 2, Silver, and Gold are, like, about as hard, maybe a little bit easier. <clears throat> the third gen is just incredibly hard because it's so long. That it is. It is hard. And then the, the, the fourth gen was very good. And, I, and I, it wasn't, like, super easy, but it wasn't, like, as hard as the other ones. I didn't play the fifth gen, but X and Y, like, they give you the XP share immediately. It goes to like all your Pokemon. It like it's like in a couple hours, like you've got like six level fifties. You got the Wonder Trade thing, so like <laughs> you're sending off Zubats and you're getting back like level seventy shiny like amazing Pokemon. Because puts in fucking Caterpie gets Mewtwo. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember just fucking going with my friends, and they would have streams where they would just give Pokemon away, and I would just, like, wait and not even play the game like that much and go get, like, this fucking high-level Pokemon of this guy who's giving it away. And then there goes my Pokedex just rocking, like, 
major badass like level points and you're just rocking through the rest of the game and you're just like what the fuck is the point of playing this yeah uh now i don't know if this is just me or if i'm not looking hard enough or if i'm just fucking blind when it seems for at least pokemon sun and moon they're coming out pretty soon real soon they're coming out in november yeah Mm -hmm. they're really close there is nowhere near the amount of leaks with pokemon and as there is with other games I think oh, every- no, the Pokemon has way more than uh, than a lot of other games. Really? Yeah, they just weren't... Because yeah. po- everybody was focused on the Switch or the NX or what yeah. they used to call it. Nobody yeah. really gave a shit about Pokemon. The, and also, everyone was focused on Go. Like, all the <laughs> leaks happened over the summer. Really? That was when we found out about, like, a low-end Pokemon and stuff. was like, Go was out, so people just did not care. Yeah, because I've only started looking into Sun and Moon as of, like, last week because I finally got a, a 3DS again. Oh, Pokemon Go was a fad that's pretty much dead. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, it really was. And everybody swore it was Tracking's be... coming back. I just want to put that out there. Tracking is, what? Tracking is coming back. So... No yeah, one plays it anymore, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Right when everyone stops playing it, so right, it's right. kind of, like, pointless. Mm-hmm. What they should have done is they shouldn't have waited as long to play... to put, like, the... Gen 2 Pokemon in there. They should have just... Yeah, I think they should have released 1 and 2 as as start. Because, like, everybody's got the 150... I know a lot of people who's, like, almost done with the 150 Pokedex. And it's or just... they should have... They should have done that. Or, like, when people were just not care, People were, like, kind of started to die off about it. Like, beginning of August, middle August. Then, like, right then they should have released the Gen 2. Right, and then like they they took a little too long to lay the band hammer down on everybody because everybody was just cheating because nobody. Gave oh a yeah, shit. cheating on that for a while was incredibly easy. GPS spoof my happy ass to like New York and catch like a bunch of rare Pokemon and then just zip right back and take that two hour like what is it like that temp ban, <laughs> and then just do it all over again and they never did anything about it and then like everybody started doing everything about it and then nobody wanted to play. Because, yeah. like, they swore, like, oh, play this game seriously, when you know about 90% of the population didn't take that game seriously at all. Yeah. As soon as as soon as soon Misha came out with the song, I just stopped taking it seriously. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> that killed the game. The game was dead. But, uh, altogether, Pokemon Sun and Moon, worth buying. Would you get it? I think I'll probably end up getting it for yeah. like Christmas or something. Yeah, I'm gonna wait though. I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna rush out and get that day one. Definitely not. Same. Christmas for me. What about you, Zach? Hmm. Pokemon Sun. Am I getting it? Yeah. Um, maybe. I mean, if I get a 3DS that's actually working, <laughs> then I'll get it. Because right now my bumpers aren't working. Rip. But yeah, if I get one that I if I find a way to fix it or I get one that actually works then yeah I'll, I'll get it nice next topic this is me again I want to talk about this one uh, I think we're all going to shed a tear in this one <sighs> fucking hold on let me just say this now rest in peace everybody's wallets oh, new apple man, macbooks man, faces. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did apple do <laughs> I'll tell you what Apple did. Apple decided to be innovative again like they did with the fucking iPhone 7 and took out the headphone port and decided to put a useless fucking touch thing on a a laptop because they're too cheap to make 
a goddamn touchscreen computer with Mac OS X because they already failed because they didn't release the iPad with a full-fledged Mac OS X, what they should have done with the iPad Pro. Because no, I don't think they should have. I think that would have been appealing to a lot of people because like, they could have took off the Surface co- completely. I think they're going to, at some point, if they don't do this, they're going to fail completely. Right now, uh, iPad Pros run iOS. There's going to be a... a co- there's going to be. There has to be a overlay. Not an overlay. Like, an interweave an OS between OS Mac OS now, not OS ten anymore. Mac OS and iOS. I don't know what it's gonna be called. I'm it's probably just gonna be called fucking OS X now, because oh, Mac OS is now Mac OS. OS X is gonna be a Mac iOS. If I don't even know what it's gonna be called. It's gonna be a system where it's like I'm not Mac OS. not like simple enough for phones, but not complex enough for like Mac Pros and iMacs, but just something that goes on your MacBook your MacBook Air, and your iPad Pros. And then your MacBook Pro is going to use macOS. I think that's where it's going. But let's see here. I have a late 2013, early 2014. Mid-2013. 2013-inch MacBook Pro. How much does it cost? Let me check. I remember it being like, I want to say $1,200, yeah. Yeah, right now, you can get my MacBook for $879. Let me see. If I want, I wanted to upgrade to the new MacBooks when I saw them release. Just kidding. They're twice as much. There is no reason. A, like what? Just two-year newer freaking and we're talking- i5 processors. This is without the touch bar. And it comes in a space gray. It's like fucking not even worth it. The, the, they're still, they're, they're, the resolution is exactly the same. Uh, uh, it's got, it's got twice as much storage. I mean, that's okay. 256, still not a lot, but you're, you're still Iris graphics. Okay. I bought an iPhone seven plus it's a month old. It's a month old and I can't even plug it into my new brand new MacBook that I bought this, this week. That's not possible. That shouldn't be a thing. It shouldn't be a thing. But it's okay. They traded the USB port for the headphone jack. Yep, yep. But it's okay because if you want to fix it. To be it, honest, the headphone jack's dying anyway. That's not that important for me. Yeah. I completely disagree. I think no. I think as as headphone jack as, is incredibly important. It, yeah, the headphone it's jack a, is the most important piece of technology that's been in existence for the past I don't know like a lot of forty thousand years. Right. Okay, okay. Let's think about this. Floppy disks were the same. They're gone now. We don't need them. You don't need a physical connection to play good audio. You need you, yeah, but you to do, play you do, the though. best audio. So you like a, like a, a PC, a Mac with a DAC and an amplifier, but not for an iPhone audio. That's not something where you need the best audio. Floppy disks are definitely different, though. Because I know. Floppy yeah, disks did not live anywhere near as long. Because if you consider, because there was like, no there was no better like thing than floppy yeah. disks weren't an essential for, to a PC. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah but like edition. a headphone jack, a headphone it's jack essential. has been around almost as long as a floppy disk. And it's still, like, no one has tried to make their own proprietary one. Like, everyone has kind of agreed to, like, that 3.5 millimeter jack. I feel mm-hmm. like once you have an iPhone 7, I don't, I don't know. It, it sounds crazy. It does. They're, like, when do you listen to music? All right. I, I listen to music when I'm on the bus, on the train, in a car. I 
listen to it when I'm at home, but since I, I mainly watch, the only thing I really need good quality video is, is for my movies. And I don't watch movies on my phone. I watch them on my Mac, which has a headphone jack, and so does a new MacBook Pro, but fuck that thing. Um, <laughs> and if you really want good quality audio and you have an iPhone 7, I mean, I don't think the average... It's your average consumer here. Your average consumer <laughs> will <laughs> will notice. Like, I have a pair of, like, what are they? What's power Beats. Not Power Beats. Beats Pro, the LeBron ones, the wireless ones. I don't need a better audio experience for that on my phone. There is no reason that you need the greatest quality audio possible. And and let's be real. If you took an, an audio jack on an iPhone 6S and a lightning jack... There, you're not telling the difference. I think the lightning is actually a better, a better audio source because it allows more power to your headphones. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's just if you're willing to make the switch or not. It's personal preference. But I, I think the headphone jack's gonna die pretty soon. I think the issue people have with the fact that there's no headphone port is the fact that now for people, one of those for those people who like to listen, like to me, I carry two phones with me. I have one for media and one for my standard text. So. When it comes to something like that, I'm not too worried about it. For, but for the person who likes to listen to music while they're sleeping or falls asleep with headphones in while they're sleeping and and don't want to worry about their Bluetooth headphones dying midway, uh, I think the issue with getting rid of a headphone port is bring this this whole new era into fucking adapters and shit we don't want to carry with us. Okay. Because yeah, let's, be more more Let, yeah, let's be real. Let's be real. I'm sure about 40% of the people have lost their adapter that are on like a uh, that are moving constantly have misplaced their of uh, adapter to lightning to aux. To aux I think I did. Too. As as you're just looking for this right now. <laughs> I'm gonna and I think <laughs> people are just like sick and tired of these fucking dongles because like the adapters that they sell to have one lightning port go into two lightning ports is about the size of my it's about the like the size of a Nexus five. It was like a four point or like something inch display. So I mean, if you're gonna sit there with the phone in your pocket. A big ass dongle, and then two other you uh, lightning connectors just to listen to music and charge at the same time. You, you're gonna look like a dumbass, and I think that's where the standardized, you know, like consumer standard hardware 3.5 millimeter headphone jack comes in. It's universal, and it's on almost every single device that's ever been released in the history of technology. And it's not used for anything else. Right. Yeah. But, but of course, classic Apple. And listen, I don't, I don't hate Apple, right? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna say like, oh, fuck Apple's garbage and it's overpriced because it is overpriced, but it's not garbage. I wouldn't say it's complete garbage. But at the same time, Apple, Apple, and the iPhone for most of the most of the consumers is a fad. It's kind of like I have it, like you know, like yeah, you got this nice little Android, but you know, I have an iPhone. And nine times out of ten, the guy's gonna be like, you lucky ass, you got an iPhone. Right, and I think that's what they're doing with the iPhone 7 and the new Mac, especially the new MacBook, because like this Touch ID is something, that, or the Touch ID and the Touch Display, is are, are things that are rarely going to be used by me at all, right? And the fact that I can't even plug a standard fucking USB stick into my computer is more depressing than not having an iPhone jack on my phone. But like yeah. this Touch, this Touch Bar and this shit that they're trying to pull is just they're fads. They're just it's there to say that you have it, like. Oh, you have the MacBook Pro 2014? Oh, guess what? I got mine with Touch ID and a, a touchpad, so I can do, like, extra essentials. And it, all it is is your top bar on your keyboard. 
which to me is even worse than having it because I kind of like everything on one screen. I don't want to have to look down for more options for things. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't have my adapter. Right. Exactly. And then like, <laughs> exactly. And, like that's how little I use it. Keyboard. Who cares? Right. Right. Like, it's a keyboard. <laughs> the the keyboard and and I don't even know why you would want. I don't even know why you would want like a touchscreen keyboard. I feel like if you look at the the LG, what is it? The Yoga Pad, which is is a it's a weird ass device. It's like I have one at home. I have a Yoga Tab too. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Have you seen seen the Yoga Pad though? No. Everyone, look up the the Yoga Pad. No, not the Lenovo, L- Lenovo Yoga Pad. Not like a Yoga Mat. Fuck. Amazon, get your shit. Oh, right. yes. I know what this is. With, what, this is not the right one. Lenovo? Yep. It's, a, it's more of a tablet. Yeah, it's... It's got, like, this, like, glass screen. It's got two screens. One's a keyboard and a, a drawing pad. Because it's, like, it's, it's, it's a secondary display that recognizes touch. And I feel like if you did that, where it's like the entire bottom keyboard like assembly is a screen that works as a keyboard and as a drawing pad, that I would see as being beneficial on MacBook Pro. But if you're just using it for like fucking Premiere timelines, that's not that doesn't make sense because if you're on Premiere and you're really like a pro user, you want to get like you want to get like more accurate, not just like a finger swipe. You want to see like the the audio spikes and waves and shit. But other than that, yeah, there's no point in it. There's I, the only, the only exception I would get it would be for Touch ID. That's it. Right, and and, and let's start. I'm gonna talk prices real quick. I mean, the base MacBook Pro without Touch ID or the or the Touch Bar is about fifteen hundred dollars, which is a little bit too much for new, no new features at all. Just uh, more of a downgrade because now you just have Thunderbolt 3 and USB-C ports uh, and no like normal fucking USB ports like everybody likes to use or people who use external SSDs have to I don't understand. and I don't mind that part because like USB-C is a, a lot faster when it comes to reading write speeds but like if you want to go ahead and, and cop yourself a, a nice 15 inch MacBook Pro uh, and it only comes in one variant with the touch ID and the touch bar but instead you're paying almost three grand you're paying either 23.99 or 27.99 so you're talking two two more inches of screen for almost a thousand dollars and it and the only difference is it, i think it goes full 1080p if i'm not mistaken well no they're already they're, they're 1920 by 1200 that it, it well no these are these are uh oh, are space. They, yeah well yeah but it's for two inches of screen space. I'm not paying a thousand more dollars. You have me morally fucked up. And I think MacBooks in general were there for power. They were thicker laptops, but they provided rendering and capabilities that that the MacBook Airs couldn't provide. And I think now they're taking the MacBook Pro into the more portability level, which is kind of I, I think is going to hinder the performance of a MacBook. But I could be wrong. All right. I'm I'm just going to ask: Have you guys seen the Surface Studio? Yes. Go to the link right now. The first link. Evan, have you seen the new Microsoft Surface Studio? I have not seen... I didn't see... Oh, wait. Yes, I have seen this. Yes, I have seen this. I've seen pictures and stuff. I haven't seen the announcement. That may be... It looks looks pretty cool. The most beautiful piece of technology I've I've seen (laughs) since the 2012 iMac. 
It's but you know what? It's three thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're talking about starting a, at three thousand dollars, not up to three. Starting at three. We're talking about a full-fledged desktop. I still. I still and you're gonna, you're gonna pay almost three grand for a fucking laptop with about one quarter of the performance. I don't even. I, they didn't. They didn't even update the iMac line, which is ridiculous. No, me. and and if to be honest with you, they haven't even updated the trash can Mac. And so we're talking. I mean, we're, I think yeah, in, okay. this, in this thing we're talking about two different things because we're the, talking about a laptop. The maxed out twenty-one inch Mac, Mac, iMac is half the price, and actually, well, you have to. You can make your own modifications. Yeah, but, but like that's preset. That's the four K right. Mac. How much is the five K Mac though? The five K Mac is twenty twenty three hundred. So, uh, I don't like Windows ten as much as I, I like OS Sierra. I'm going to be blatant about it. If I could use a Mac for my eSports and my video editing and everything, I would, but I can't. So I'm stuck with Windows 10 because there is nothing Windows 10 can offer in terms of simplicity compared to a Mac. Well, that's, that's always been the case with Windows, though. Like yeah. that, I mean, that goes back to the all-out war Mac and, Mac and PC. Honestly, the only difference is you want a Mac... You want something simple that you can click and run in two seconds. And like Windows are for the users that have more experience with PCs over the years and don't mind the clutter, and that know how to use Windows I, I have, and make it less clutter I don't, for them. I don't mind clutter as much as I mind things crashing. Well, Windows 10 just has a shitty release, and that's on Microsoft's part. But if we're talking about Windows as a whole, Windows hasn't been that bad, especially with Windows 7. But we're not going to talk about anything before Windows 7 because what that was a shit show. What the fuck is this? The Surface. Really good. XP yeah. was decent. Surface yeah, ergonomic Vista, Vista keyboard. Vista was just kind of like their the way of trying to get. Surface ergonomic keyboard is. Yeah, the keyboard is the weirdest part. Well, no, no, that's not the keyboard that comes with it. The, the regular keyboard that comes with it looks pretty nice. The yeah. regular keyboard that comes with it is just the keyboard that yeah. you, that comes with the iMacs, essentially. Yeah, yeah you right. scroll down and you see that ergonomic fucking bendy noodle keyboard. I, I hate that keyboard with my heart. <laughs> that is, it's disgusting. <laughs> and I'm going to say this really quick. Um, when it comes to iMacs and this, this new Surface Studio, we're talking intel i5 gtx 960 they're not even kb lake processors right but they're it, it, that's that's not what i'm trying to get at the the imac was always for rendering and shit right and it's it's probably got the lesser of the two hardware comparisons like it's less than this new windows See, pc when i first <laughs> and, saw and, this <laughs> i saw it and, and this was my initial thought the moment i saw it i was like it'd be cool to put mac on that <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you probably can because it's an Intel-based PC. But I think like in terms, and, and I think that's where Apple fucks up on. And if they were to include like really, really high-end video rendering equipment and hardware to put in their iMacs, where it can be their faster IMAX than it already is, bad. I'm not going. They're not bad, but iMacs are still it, okay. If we're comparing it to Back Intel i7, still terrible. 32 gigabytes of RAM and a GTX 980M. Well, if, you're, if you're looking at an you're, iMac, you're at a loss. It's here. We've got. 395 with two gigs of video but yeah but that's a windows pc that's meant not just for that but you could game on that the max there is no reason in hell where you should ever game on a mac <laughs> you never should you, never. you don't even have options for vsync i don't think mac mac was never built for gaming mac was built for never editing oh at one point they were have you huh. seen those apple switch ads yeah nintendo switch episode what all right. Um, beyond that, though, 
I, I wouldn't pick up the new MacBooks at all. Like, I maybe if prices go down or if I find a reason where I need to upgrade, but if I were to buy a new iMac, it would probably be an older version. Well, I'm pretty sure it's... I might be thinking of somebody else, but I'm pretty sure Apple posted their first loss in, like, a really long time. Yeah, they did. This last quarter. Yeah, I, I, that's... That, that was... Um, that was known. I mean, like, and that's their fault. I think what they're trying to do is they're giving themselves an excuse for what they call quote-unquote innovation, but really it's just more fucking hassle that people need to deal with. I feel like... And I think that's just a side effect of people trying to move on from the past because, like, you have most of the people nowadays are used to their standard USB, male and females, their headphone ports, and the the usability... Yeah, right. I mean, like... The only the the classics that have been around for ages since like computing began like it's evolved and it's stayed that way and now that Apple's trying to leave that that spotlight it's pissing people off but it's like it's one of those things where you have to move where the industry is moving because they're trying to move into this whole idea of let's get away from the norm but you know you have so many businesses and companies and, and independent contractors that are so still stuck on the norm and so when they have this new fancy i you know iMac or a macbook you know macbook pro or oh i got a touch a touch screen fucking keyboard or a touch thing in front top of my keyboard but i can't use a standard usb nope can't fucking do that and i can't even plug my phone into sync with itunes and i know they're trying to get wireless but it's just like right now we're not at that 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 moment where we can just fully develop wireless because nobody has internet that fast all right uh i have a question is there any case where you guys would buy a Surface Book? Probably not. No. I think if, if we're talking about portability, I think that's where Chromebooks take over. And we can I really later, liked but... a Surface Book until I realized it was a tablet. That's when it killed me. That's why Windows died, essentially. That's why Windows 8 was such a failure, because Windows 8 was built for a tablet, and then when they tried porting it onto a desktop interface, it just it was, it was garbage. And they, well, they they fixed that in Windows 10, but it's still relevant to a tablet. Because so few screens were usable with like touch, right. and it was it was, this, like it was built for touch screen. Is the Surface still a thing, like the tablet only? No, no. they're making it? them. They never really took off, and they're definitely not like not popular right now. No. I know my friend Alvin has one, and he plays League on his in class. I know that, but I feel like if you're going to be spending. Fuck, let me look at this. What's the max I can put on this thing? $1,800 on a glorified tablet? I might as well get a Surface Book. Because I really like the Surface Book's design, and I think it's really well built, and the keyboard's great. But it's a, t- it's a tablet. <laughs> I'd rather get a MacBook for that price, to be honest. Yeah, it's a tablet. I don't want my keyboard to fucking fall into two pieces when it, it should just stay as one. If all the computing is housed in the screen, then just give me the screen. I don't need that keyboard, because... Well, I, mean, I, I would never fucking use a full-fledged Windows with a touchscreen keyboard that I'd rather not. The keyboard on the Surface Book is great. It's it's wonderful. And Surface Books now have that thing that Apple was known for and always has and still does, where you can open, you can lift the clamshell, the display, with one finger the entire way, and it will not move. And with that... We're gonna move. So, would you buy one? Would I? Would you? I would buy a Surface Studio. Will I? No, I don't have the money. Would you buy one? If I had the money for a Surface Studio, probably. I would. If put, I had the money, I probably I, would. I'd yeah. put Mac on it. If I'm being honest. 
it'd be. I wouldn't buy the MacBook though, whether I had the money or not. That's just a waste of my fucking time. I wouldn't. Uh, I'd buy a 2015, definitely. Uh, would you? Uh, I'd only buy the studio, or an iMac. There's like, it's so close because. I know I I love the studio's design, but I'd put Mac on it. I don't like Windows on a on a, like a big desktop like that. Now, would you buy a Surface Book? Nah, probably not. Would you buy the Surface Book 2? Or, given the option, would you just buy the original? Because the original is, is basically the same. Not gonna lie. It's not that much of a difference. I would not pay... It's, it might be newer, but it's definitely not better. It's almost the same thing. Um, I mean, you could say it's, it's, it's faster, it's uh, thinner, it's light. It is the same concept, and I don't think your performance is that... Is like, Enhance your entire experience isn't enhanced to the point where you need to buy a new device, and uh, other than that, c- yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so we've all agreed pricing for the MacBook is insane, changes are not rev- not innovation, they're not in a, in a, uh, innovative, innovative, innovative. There you go, <laughs> keyboard, shit, fuck that thing. Oh, Mac, what do you think about Mac OS Sierra? Have you tried it out? I've had it since the beta. Uh, yeah. It's the same shit, but with Siri. I don't think so. I think it's a lot I think cleaner. the optimization, yeah, it's cleaner, and, and it, it takes less intense, intensive pro- processes on, like, your your standard user, you know, like, your CPU usage is all over Mac Sierra. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, I think they finally left OS X 10 because they've been on OS X 10 for I don't know how fucking long. So, finally, the name change is cool, but I think the name change, Siri, and a couple other, like, behind-the-hood features are kind of the only things that really changed it yeah. because the interface looks the same. It's just a couple under the hood changes that really did anything. Evan, don't you have an iMac? Or no? I do, but I have uh, Windows on it, and I primarily use Windows. Ah, all right. Um, My man. <laughs> if you can dual boot, I definitely recommend it. I don't know. It depends because I, I edit video day in and day out for, like, broadcast journalism, which is pretty cool. But other than that, uh, if I'm gaming... Like, for the esports team at my high school, which we are barely getting off the ground. I can't do it on a Mac, which really sucks. But if I could full-time not game, which I'm going to probably get into soon, because I'm to the point where I'm not going to talk about it, but the gaming community is so toxic for in my case that I feel like just getting an iMac, just fuck it, you know. But for that... Uh, Zach, you haven't speak, spoken in a while. Hello, are you alive? No, don't think so. Zach? <laughs> I don't know if he's here or not. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see. He, he might have gone to the bathroom. Yeah. Um, but I have to ask, iMac, right, if you are given two, if I walk up to you, I say, hey, you fuckface. And I have a box with a, sur- a, a Surface Studio and a fully maxed out 15-inch MacBook Pro with the, with the touch thing. Which one do you take? The Surface. Maybe, probably the Surface. Yeah. And that's personal preference because I don't mind Mac OS, but I prefer my Windows because I'm so used to it. All right. And with that, we're going to take a small break to piss, shit, and die. Otherwise known as eating ice cream and getting some water so I don't choke on the dryness of my throat. See you soon.
And we're back. And now I'm about to go on the biggest tangent of my fucking life. XD. All right. Okay, iPhone, go, iPhone 7 and Google Pixel. All right. <laughs> Woo! All right. The battle between no front-facing fucking speakers and no headphone jack. All right. So here's my biggest gripe with the iPhone 7. All right. No headphone jack. And that's it. And the underperformance of a chip. The only reason that I'm okay with the chip is because it's an all-in-one, and that saves us a lot of overheating and shit. So I'm okay with that iPhone 7 aspect. The screen uh, could be better. I don't think you need another a better screen. Uh, I I like media consumption, so for me, I think... It's 1080p. What do you need? My uh, Motorola Nexus 6 2K display is a lot better. You can't see the pixels. I don't care. It looks <laughs> you nicer. You can't see the pixels. It looks nicer. It, overall, the colors are better on... The, the colors are better on Android phones. Yes, uh, on I, screens are better on Android phones. That's I, just that's, that's just a that's thing. Opinion. I like really I think, colors. I think if we're talking about calibration and like tests, the iPhone screens are if, better. Unless I'm wrong, but, unless I'm wrong, which I don't think I am on this part, Apple is cinema standard uh, color space, not colors. But right, you you guys are using IPS displays. So we're using AMOLED, and and, and AMOLED screens and, are a lot better. On um. I know it was on my S5. You can set it to cinema standard. Um, it's a display setting. I don't know about every Android. Well, probably. All right, so going back to my iPhone 7. Like, if I'm going to pick a preference, it's it's Android over iOS. Why? I've been programming in C for way much longer than I should have because I have no life. So I've been making custom ROMs for phones for fucking about two and a half to three years now. Android's always been a better platform for me personally because it's like plug in, click and drag, do whatever the fuck you want, which is a lot of security risks. But at the same time, I'm, I'm I like my freedom to do what I want when I want, which is the same the same thing that goes on a PC. I like my I can do whatever I want when I want without having to be limited. Like OS X limits me or Mac OS limits me. Well, you can do a lot of that stuff on OS X if you or iOS if you have a Cydia Impactor. Right, but that that's a whole other form factor that like most of Cydia's tweaks are built into Android's stock interface. And I'm talking. No, Cydia Impactor is so you make your like this is how. Essentially, you get like hacked Snapchat Cydia and stuff like this now. Cydia Impactor is different than Cydia. So Cydia Impactor is a program you download onto like your PC and you open it up and you plug your iPhone in and you can drag IPA files into it and it will install them onto your phone. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I find that useful, but I'm talking about like music and movies and files and shit that you need. Like, yeah. if you're on the Google Drive right now and you got to go on the Quicks and download a PDF file off of Google Drive on your phone to, to send to everybody, you could do that in, in seconds. You can do it on iPhone, but there's no way to access it outside of the mail right. app. Right, which, is, which yeah. is the issue that I have with the gripes that I have with, with the iPhone. is just the, the freedom that I want, the customization that I like, and the things that I can do, like ROMs and, and porting and, and features that aren't available on a current phone that you're using, I can put on your phone, right? And which is the problem with... The iPhone 7 is, it's its a phone just like every other iPhone, you know, it's its there, it's got all the new features, no physical home button is great, I like the way that they implemented a home button on there, and, um, and, and the overall feel of an iPhone 7 is really nice, and the camera is fucking amazing on the Plus, I haven't really checked out the regular 7, but that's, the same, I'll, I'll, for the zoom. I'll, I'll, I'll give it that, um, but the Google Pixel what Google tried doing is they tried to push stock Android into consumers' hands. They tried to right? make an iPhone that's Android. Right, and they tried to push a leading standard in Android. And right, and if you think about it, the Google Pixel isn't a phone 
for the hardware. Google Pixel is for the Android user. You're paying $800 for software because uh, Google Pixel is rocking a Snapdragon 821, right? 821 is the newest iteration of the Snapdragons that are out there, right? Um, this this uh, manufacturer, I think they're called uh, Leeco. They released a, uh, a phone. Yeah, is it Leeco? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, no that's Leeco. It's Leeco. They released a, their phone, the Lee Pro 3, which has got uh, all, the same, all the same specs as the Google Pixel, and it's about $400 uh, to that $800 you're going to pay for there a Pixel. There was one phone that I saw that I really wanted. And then, like, going into, like, more of, like, the aspect of the Pixel, it's it's ugly, in my opinion. It looks like a kind of, like, I sh- like the white HTC one. HTC except- fucked Apple and came out with an ugly baby. That's pretty much what it looks like. So the white Google Pixel, sorry if it's white again. I like white phones. Looks really good. It looks fucking great. If it didn't have that little fucking, like, little, like, Hitler mustache <laughs> under the speaker, dude. Right. <laughs> again. Listen, like the form factor of a pixel, and it's got these this huge chin and this huge top bezel, and they have no utilization of There's what. There's not it. a button there. You okay. should have put front-facing speakers sure. on fucking bezels that are that big, and and it's a shame that they didn't. And I'm not gonna say it sounds bad because the bottom-facing speaker on the pixel isn't horrible, but my Motorola Nexus Six from about 2013 still fucking blows that speaker out of the water. Right, seven plus speakers are seven and seven plus speakers are really good. My Motorola Nexus front facing probably beats those two because they're front facing stereo, right? And I think the overall aspect of hey, we had this lineup of Nexus devices, right? And the Nexus devices people tried to argue were consumer phones. Nexus devices were for the developers. That's literally what Nexus phones were for. That's why I bought a Nexus phone because you can easily unlock your bootloader and do all this shit with it. Like the possibilities were endless, right? And now Pixel comes out with. Hey, this is no longer what you thought it was. Nexus isn't no is no longer stock Android. The Pixel is stock Android, and the Nexus they just kind of dumped in the water and took a shit on. Like, hey, everybody who just bought a Nexus 6P last year, uh, guess what? You're gonna have updates to the end of this year and security patches to the end of next year, and that's it. It's like, what the fuck? Like, you just let go of this Nexus lineup. I really like the 6P and how it looked. I would have loved if they would have done Pixel and Nexus side by side. Right, because Nexus is always for the developers and the Pixel could be for the consumers. And I think it was a right to do that. But the reason why they didn't is, again, software. Like, this phone is all software, right? Google Assistant was probably the only memorable thing about that whole fucking process. And even now, I'm running full Google Assistant on my Motorola Nexus 6. So what's the fucking point of buying a Pixel? I don't even know, because it looks like more of a downgrade than anything besides the, the Snapdragon. Right, my Motorola Nexus 6 has a 2K display. Besides the cameras being complete ass, and I think uh, the Pixel got the highest rating of a mobile mobile smartphone camera ever. Um, but besides those two aspects, you're really not getting much else. You're getting a, a 1080p display, and you're getting a Snapdragon 821. And and besides that, it's just a, a it, it's a waste of money. And I think if I'm gonna spend $800 on an Android phone, I'd rather just get a fucking iPhone if I'm gonna spend that much, because the whole idea with Android was performance for uh, affordable pricing. Like, then that's what the Nexus lineup was for, right? The Nexus lineup was for, you know, cheap phones for performance. Like, I bought my Nexus 6P for $499, and it's one of the leading, you know, like, performers on the market right now with one of the great cameras. Right. And, and also, I, go ahead. Why is the thumbprint or fingerprint reader on the back? 
Now, okay, look, I'm gonna attest to this because I've been using my 6P for a long ass time, but right now I'm using my Motorola Nexus 6, but I usually use my 6P. When you're holding the 6P in the, or you're holding the pixel in the 6P, um, the main area where you're really holding that phone is your pointer fingers on that fingerprint display. Like, I, if you don't use it, you wouldn't get it, but since I've used it for so long, it's a natural instinct for me to just put it on there, and it's actually really convenient. Is the pixel only on Verizon? For now, yeah. And that's another gripe with the Pixel. Fuck Verizon. They they fuck every single cup. Yes. <laughs> Listen, the whole part of Android is being able to get updates day one. That was what oh, yeah. Pixel was for. for Ver Verizon is taking control over the Pixel's updates. And they put bloatware on the phone, which is almost cancerous as fuck. And I'm really pissed about that. But whatever. I'll probably get it unlocked if I even get the phone. Um, and, like, it's just... It's for features, right? You're paying for software. But, like, if you look, there's a there's a community online. It's called XDA Developers. They're kind of, like, the main standard for Android and, and modding and rooting and custom ROMs and shit. Every single fucking exclusive... Ex Quote-unquote exclusive feature to the Pixel is pretty much on every other Android phone out there. Yeah, it requires some tweaking, but you have all the newest features. Like, my Nexus 6 wasn't supposed to get Android 7.1 till... February of next year, and that was the last update. I'm running full Android 7.1 with all the Pixel features. Today. Today. Right now. I'm using it right now. And it's like, what the fuck is the point of charging $800 for this Android phone that people aren't really going to notice because you're trying to push Android out to the market where right now Apple is dominating? That's all it. And it's like, it's, it's a waste of time. And even the, the phone looks ugly too, like in general. Like, it's just, it's gar it's it looks, it looks, it, it looks bad. Like half glass, half, half metal, and then the front is just like a piece of fucking plastic or glass that's just a waste of time. This is not. And it was, I feel like it was just poorly built. So they did a teardown on that Pixel XL, and everything is modular, which is pretty cool when it comes to repairing. Like you quick swap and anything you want really fast. Um, but besides that, like it's an eight hundred dollars smartphone. There's no justification to why that phone is eight hundred dollars, and there never <laughs> there never will be a justification to why. This phone is eight hundred dollars, and that's that's pretty much it. The only thing that I have that I say that Apple wins over Google or any Android is for people who aren't experienced in Android. I'd say yeah, that. And but I'm talking about is industry standard is support. Like yeah. fucking my Nexus five, uh, my Nexus six P, and my Nexus six are no longer supported by Google at the end of the year. Right? I'll give Apple full credit for this. Right iPhone I, 5 is still supported, and that phone is almost, what, six years old? Six or, six uh, or five or six no, years old? 2012, so I'd say four. Four years, okay. Like, regardless, like, that phone is almost five years old, and it's getting the latest. And now it's not getting every single feature, but it's still, hey, my iPhone 5 is running iOS 10, right? Meanwhile, I have to go look online on the Forum XDA developer's website for the newest ported custom ROM by a developer right, wanna, to get the latest. I want to say something. Go ahead, I'm, I'm done. I had, a, I had an, a Galaxy S5. I had an iPhone every single iteration except for the 5. Um, I had a iPhone 6, which I don't want to talk about. Some <laughs> Water's not my friend, and that's where my iPhone 6 went. But I had to replace it. I got a Galaxy S5 because at the time it was fairly new. wasn't terrible. It was... Pretty waterproof, I'd say, because it had that little flap thing that I eventually ripped off and threw somewhere. Because I, it, it stopped me from like plugging it in as soon as I got home because the battery life was that bad. But 
Uh, we'll test. There's one thing on Android that I cannot, no matter what phone I've used, all Androids have it. There's inconsistency in frame rates, and along with, which might, is, is boasted, like, smoothest Android experience on the Pixel, yet it still happens on the Pixel. Even happens in iOS 10, which I'm actually super triggered about. And this is something I, I get on iPhone, but not as not nearly as much as I've ever gotten on Android. It happened to me once a day on my S5. You ever get that that thing where it just says, yeah, YouTube just stopped working? Like, what? Yeah, sometimes, like, when I'm on YouTube, I'll go to click a video, and then I'll start buffering, but it won't play. I no, have no, to no. restart, like, my whole I'm phone. talking about on Android... You just it just doesn't work. <laughs> Apps just don't work sometimes, and that's because <laughs> you've got it's like Windows, all right. You get Windows on a Dell, on an Acer, and on a Lenovo. It will run differently on every single machine. There's something different. It's, but to a minor degree, on Android, it's all over the place. Like you've got Samsung with fucking what is it? TouchWiz. You've got. HTC with what? What is it? HTC Sense. Sense, Sense yeah, I think it's what. Then you've got LG. LG's pretty good about it, I'd say. LG's like Sony. I don't know. Xperia. I haven't. I haven't used the Sony Xperia yet. You know, and I but think they that... all change how it looks. I just want to get on my phone, go on the apps I need, and have it work as soon as I want it to work. And I think that that's, take good pictures. That's the difference between Android and iOS. Is Android is customizable, so people take advantage to make it their own proprietary version of android and whatever you like better is what you pick like for me stock android was always my best favorite android so i would go with the nexus and the moto the motorola phones before those died uh because i would like the pure stock android look but for someone that likes samsung because samsung offers nice features besides touch with touch with looking like literal cancer and, it and it's gotten a lot better i'm not gonna lie it lags every time you on the galaxy s5 it was pretty fucking garbage and i have a galaxy s6 i use as my secondary media device and i haven't gotten any lag on that whatsoever yeah. um but the ui for TouchWiz on my galaxy s6 is immediately better than what it was i've on gotten the galaxy some s5. lag on the s7 but it's only when like uh it's the app drawer that triggers me on the s6 not the s6 just TouchWiz in general yeah. I turn that off when you swipe to the left and you see that news feed. I always swipe to the left to search up something like, uh, what is it called, on the iPhone. Right, but that was the issue with Android. Android had so many iterations, and I think Google just wanted to step up and say, hey, this is the uh, industry now standard now for Android. Now this is a thing. Fuck off. <laughs> and, and, I mean, um, they tried doing it, but it's going to fail, and I know it's going to fail because you have most of the Android community, and I think everybody can attest to this, are complete nerds, like... We all code or do something special if we have, like, the latest and greatest Google phones. Like, if we're, oh, I need to get the newest Android phones. Most of the time, you're talking to somebody who knows their shit about technology rather than a, a standard user. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be clear here. I get that side because most of the people I know, uh, especially my friend Tim. Evan, you remember Tim. Tim does crazy shit Go on his Tim iPhone. Bargo. Yeah, Tim does crazy shit on his, uh, his Android he does. He does his Ventra through his. Android. Yeah, he has his Ventra. Yeah, I have mine linked to that too. I mean, that, that's the. But best. then here's the here's the thing. We have Tim, doing real cool stuff on his Android, and then we have, uh, my not so friendly. But I I don't I don't know why every why there was like this awful relationship with her. Even though I didn't, I didn't even talk to her really that much. Julita had an Android. Do you and 
And she didn't know. She doesn't know crap about. Yeah, yeah. There was, there's either like the people who are too lazy to in like invest, like research what they're gonna buy, and then the people who know what they're gonna buy. And well, I think there's I'm a fine line between my phone now, though. Yeah, people, probably, people, people that can afford to pay premium for an iPhone and want it, but versus the people who like to code that that can buy and that want an android and then there's the one in between that's they can't afford an iphone so they go to android see i'm going to be honest i think the iphone payment plan where it's like 50 dollars a month and you get the new iphone every year i think that's a stellar deal right but you do have to get approved for that right and so then people who have yeah. shitty credit are kind of fucked either way so they have to go to an android phone that's cheap right I have but i think <laughs> like going back to apple and it really just being a giant fad if you really talk to a teenager nowadays and say oh pick up an android phone one, they're going to think it's nasty just because it's not an iPhone, right? It's because, not a cool phone. Right, it's not the new hip thing, and it's not the thing that you know, to show off. Like, when people come to school, they don't say, oh, look at my new, you know, iPhone 6. You know, like, somebody who gets the, the 7 is going to go to school and, like, oh, fuck, I just okay. got to look at my iPhone 7, look at my iPhone 7, look at my iPhone 7. No, that's not everybody. It's but, not me at all. But but there are some people that are like, if you pull it out, people are going to be like, oh, is that the new iPhone 7? And it, it, like, if I go to school and pull out a Google Pixel, people are going to be like, what the fuck is that? Right? Because it's not known, you know? Apple has been known, and it's been known for years. And now that Google's trying to be like, oh, fuck, well, Android is, here, push it, shove it in your mouth. They're going to fail because no one, no, I think it's too late. The Google Pixel would have been so sick if it had that, like, colorful G on the back that you see on, like, the Google Now. Yeah. It would have been cool if I had down the back, like an apple, but that kind of kind of defeats the purpose. Well, it has the G in the bottom. The iPhone's not colorful. <laughs> well, the <laughs> iPhone isn't colorful either. But the mod is really nice for the iPhone Seven that they have, oh, where the, you can get the light up, the light up Apple. I kind of want it, but you know, I'm not gonna do that to my phone. <laughs> I've opened iPhones up. See, and that's the only thing, the really thing I do like about um, iPhones. Like I've been repairing electronics. Like mostly I do PC repairs and motherboard repairs. Um, but when you take apart an iPhone, like, it's two screws, take out what you want, put in a new one. It's really simple. And then, meanwhile, I have to try to fix my Nexus 6P. I need a heat gun, soldering gun, and all this other shit. It's just, like, so much work that I don't want to do. But I think, I think the Pixel is just a rushed way to compete with the iPhone 7, and I think, like, in overall, it's going to fail. But, I mean, I don't know. We'll see what sales show in the next couple months. Um... Okay, Evan, what kind? Of, have you always had an iPhone? Because I remember you had, you we we all had iPhones in like eighth grade. Yep. I had my first phone was a little shitty, crappy like yeah. flip phone. Everyone's phone. And I had, I had a, uh, like, it was an Android phone, and it had like the track. It had like the little trackball on the bottom. Oh, I think it was like the HTC like. It was a fuck. I don't remember. It was like it was, it was a Google HTC. Yeah, I think it was like the Nexus One or something like that. No, no, no. I don't even know. And then I had, I had a, uh, I got the or iPhone like, three. The, the side and I got the four, and then I got the five S, and now I have the six S. Yeah. And the six S is a great phone. I just, I just, for me personally, I just can't deal with that limited OS. I just want it to work, and I want it to work when I need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've set up my Android to where it's reliable. Like, I have... Where's the S6? I have CPU, what they call CPU governors, that monitor the... See, in my opinion, the best-looking phone to ever be released was the Samsung uh, S6 Edge in white. But uh, it wasn't available in America. Well, it was available in America, but... 
the S7 Edge was not available in white in America, which was ass. Because I hate, I hate the new colors. Samsung tries so hard to be Apple sometimes that they come out with these, these silvers and these golds and they look like shit. Oh my god. You gotta keep up with the community. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. The gold phone on the... On the S7 oh, I'm not gonna lie. The S5 gold phone was looked like a fucking band-aid. It the did. S6 wasn't as bad, but it was still pretty bad. I hate the 7. I want it in white. I just want it in white. <laughs> but yeah, I just think the whole debate over Android and iOS is you want a simple OS and that's reliable 100% of the time, you go to you go to Apple. And if you want an OS where you can tweak and have fun with it, you buy an Android. Like, that's just really what it comes down to. Alright, um... I think we should transition before that goes for like another no, no. year. No, because Zach needs. <laughs> I need Zach to chime in on this. Make sure he's not getting a drink this time. Oh jeez, we got moms. We got moms. That's not me. Shit, my bad. <laughs> That's not mine. It was. It was okay for a while, and then my mom got like really loud, <laughs> and so. Oh god. Yeah, I know Zach. Uh. I've known Zach for two years, and for both years, I think you've had the same iPhone 6. Yeah. I've actually had this iPhone that I have right now Six. since junior year. Since, like, right before junior year, when, so, when we first met. Yeah, so what did you have before that? Uh, before that, I had an iPhone 5S. Oh, okay, so have you always been an iPhone dude, or no? Um, no, I had... I think I had an LG flip phone, and then I had the Motorola Razor. The Motorola um, Razor flip phone or the Android phone? No, no, the Android. The flip phone. Oh, my God. I have one of those in my drawer right now. I still have it, but um, it doesn't work. Oh, mine works. Um, and then I had this one <laughs> Samsung. It was one of those ones that slid up to reveal a keyboard. Oh, okay. So any and modern then, phone you've had has been an iPhone? Yes. I used to have a... Dude, I'm not gonna lie. If I had the chance to go back to a BlackBerry phone and it was relevant, I would've fucking rocked the shit out of that. I remember at Blaine, I thought you were the coolest shit because you had the iPhone 3G <coughs> come out. I was Ooh. like, you. Yeah, I, I had... Like, Holy yep. shit. I used to... And I'm not gonna lie to you. I had the newest iPhone since the iPhone started. I was like, yo... And I still have all of them in my drawer. I was like, yo, iPhone 3GS? I told my dad before I got the 7, if you get me a white iPhone 3GS, I'll use it because that's my favorite. Other than the, the S6... Which I don't, I think it's it's beautifully made, and it's just flawed, because it has a Samsung logo on the front, and I don't like that. <laughs> but the white 3GS is uh, possibly my favorite phone. All all iPhones look great in white. That's <laughs> yeah, being real here. Do. All of them do. When it came out on, I think the, the 4 was the actual like first phone to come out with the white colorway, and then like the 3GS was like aftermarket white. But... It was lit. That's all I'm going to say. I remember when my dad first got, like, the white iPhone 4, we all made fun of him for it because we all thought that, like, in my family, we all thought that white was a girly color. And then here we are, like, maybe three, four years later. I missed that phone. And, and like, white is the color you want to get. If you don't have white, then you can't sit at the cool table. Right. Dude, I remember when the iPhone 3GS came out in white. Man, I fucking I picked up that phone with my mom, and I was I felt like the coolest shit on the planet. <laughs> and it's still that's what iPhone is there for, you know. Hey, I got the newest shit, and that's what people are gonna do with the MacBook. 
Look at me, faggots. I have Touch ID on my fucking MacBook. I'm at the point where I want a Mac for everything. Not like... (laughs) They came out like super, super like (laughs) self-centered. I want a Mac for For everything. everything. I want... I want one iMac for videos, I want one iMac for porn, (laughs) I want one iMac for gaming, and I want one iMac just for pictures. Alright, so this is where I'm at right now. If I could sell everything I own and revamp my entire computer system, I'd do this. Alright. I'd have the $5,000 trash can for video editing on a cinema display, if they were to ever remake it, because the real cinema displays right now are kind of trash. I'd also have an iMac for, you know, other intensive work, but the Mac Pro mainly for, like, Real, real porn stuff. (laughs) Like hardcore video editing for actual movies. Casting couch video editing. Hell yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Fucking 4K POV virtual reality. Oh god, this is bad. And then, uh, to be honest, I really want a MacBook Air. I want it for school because I feel like my MacBook Pro is at the point where it's nice, but just like for what I use it for. Too nice to bring around. Too a little too nice to bring around. But, like, I still want to flex a little with a Mac, so I get an Air, or the MacBook, just for school, and then, like, the the Pro, just for, like, like when I'm on traveling. Like, Air for school, uh, Pro for traveling, Pro or iMac, uh, Mac Pro or iMac for home usage. I have a watch and an iPad, though, so I don't think I need the Air because I have the iPad. I just want that keyboard case for it, and I wouldn't need an iP- uh, a Mac Air. Have MacBook Air, fuck, I can't talk. Now, I know Evan said he has an iMac, and I know, Zach, you only have one computer in your house, correct? Uh, yeah. Well, my parents have, like, laptops, but this is the primary. Nah. Now, if you had to choose between, like, the, the computers we've talked about all day today, would you choose between a, like, an, an iMac, the Surface Studio, or... The Trashbook Pro. Would you go with a high-end Windows computer or a high-end Apple Apple computer? Or even a low-end Apple computer. The MacBook is still pretty practical for anything that's not intensive or Um, you need more than one port for. (laughs) So everything but documents. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's there's Google Drive, I'd say. Um, I would probably have to stick with the Studio. The Studio? Yeah, because, like, I've had Windows my whole life. Like, in terms of computers, I've had, like, Microsoft and Windows my whole life. And, like... What? No, I'm, I'm talking to Ben. <laughs> Sorry. I've had... Yeah, I feel you, though. I, I mean, and to be honest, I grew up with complete Apple. And when I got old enough to fucking buy my own stuff, I went straight to Windows. <laughs> I mean, I grew up yeah. with the newest iPhone every fucking year. And then I finally got oh, to that age where I can pick my own phone. All the accessories. And I was like, I immediately all went to go get a Galaxy S5, biggest mistake of my life. All of them. And then I really got into Android a couple of years back and developing. And then I was like, well, I'm going to order my S and X is 6. All of them. Then the 6P came out and I got the 6P. And now uh, I'm at a standstill because I really just don't want the Pixel. <laughs> I just went and selected every single add-on you could possibly choose. For the MacBook Air, I maxed it out and I took every single option, and it's four thousand five hundred eighteen dollars and sixty four cents. Oh my what? god, that's a <laughs> what? for that price you buy the new fucking Mac. <laughs> and it's just like it's just the, like the top notch uh, Mac for like fifteen hundred. And it's not even that top notch. And then notch. just adapt, just adapters and chargers and 
cases and Microsoft Office. He ordered a, a three terabyte airport. Just everything you could possibly order that they're like, hey, you want this? I'm like, fuck yeah, give it to USB you, super drive. God damn, I haven't seen that. In... I'm just, I gotta stop. I'm done. Anyway. Yeah. All right, should we, should we move on to the next topic? Well, yeah, I, I, I want to see perfect. if I got one more thing. No, I'm done. <laughs> oh, right. oh, wait, 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 wait. The Pixel has a glass back. And at first, uh, you need glass backs it's for got wireless one, charging. One third glass back. Yeah. It doesn't have wireless charging. I know, that's, that's ridiculous. Third, yeah. I, I feel like if you're going to have a glass back, um, why... 6P doesn't have... The 6P has that... That, like, glass... That's like a glass strip. The, right. For that, the, the Pixel only has, gl- like, a decent chunk of its glass. The only reason that's there is for <sighs> NFC payment. That's the only yeah. reason why the glass is there, because it needs something to go through. That's what the 6P had its big camera thing for. It was yes. for NFC. Uh, Android so pay, things like that. All right, Zach, this is your topic. I think this goes right. perfectly. <laughs> All right, so now going on to Chromebooks. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I feel the enthusiasm. <laughs> Yay, Chromebooks. Um, the only time I've ever used a Chromebook, to be honest, is in school. Yeah. Uh, I've only used them in school. See, I own owned a Chromebook. <laughs> Owned past tense. Yeah, you tr- wanted those so bad in eighth grade. I did, cause like think about it. As an eighth grader, uh, you don't need anything more than a Chromebook. Right, you really. <laughs> yeah, don't. it's, it's even a good, today. Like, you still don't. I still don't, but I need everything. So, I. It's still I, like a good like school computer. Yeah. I have. For like, if I wasn't like super obsessed about everything I own. Fuck it, I'd use a Chromebook for everything. I watch YouTube on the new Samsung Chromebook. Oh my god, the, the like the metal bot the Acer the white Acer Chromebook <laughs> is so nice. Why is there Yeezys on it? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I was almost I was gonna buy that. The white Acer Chromebook looks so nice. It's $172. Like I'm at the point where I'm gonna have to pay twenty thousand dollars for college every single year. And if I'm being honest here, if I'm moving away for college, I, I don't know if I'm bringing my big-ass Define R5 case for my computer. Uh, I can bring my laptop, but if, if I'm fair, my MacBook Pro is three years old at this point, and college, it's a year, so that's it's almost four years now. I'm nervous because I'm, I'm going to college at the end of, like, in not even a year's time. Yeah. That's and I don't even have a laptop of my own. I would. Get I would it. invest in the Chromebook. I think Chromebooks are perfect for. St- I mean, it, it's not. They're See, perfect because it's low spec, low profile, cloud based. Because Chrome OS is cloud based. So like you get a sixteen gigabyte hard, uh, sixteen gigabyte like uh, flash storage, and you're never going to use any of it, of it because it's all school documents. Yeah, everything is just on the cloud. You don't have to worry about if your computer crashes. Something's not safe. See, I don't recommend a Chromebook for Zach. And that's why this is, there's, there's like one aspect because a Chromebook in, in my ideal scenario, you take it class to class, keep all your notes. And then at some point you leave that in your bag and you go do like your real work in like actual programs. Like when you need to do like, I don't know, I don't know if this is necessarily like PowerPoint, but more like for me, since I'm doing a lot of mm-hmm. film, I need to edit and there's no things I can edit, edit photos on on Chrome that are good enough yet. So you need to have that like base laptop that you can do like real work on. Whereas your Chromebook is like class to class, YouTube, fucking cut the rope during lunch. 
<laughs> but um, like, see, the majors—that's probably for your majors because you said you want to major in like filmmaking, right? Yeah, but even though a Chromebook is good, I still don't think it's good to have. Well, well, see, even even though you could you could pull off a Chromebook because there's school libraries or main computers that you could you know cloud based you could transfer documents and print them out and stuff. But I feel like you, if you're gonna get a Chromebook, I'd get a higher spec Chromebook than just the Acer one. Maybe like uh, the Chromebook. This is this is some throwback. The Chromebook Pixel came out in twenty what? What was it? <clears throat> twenty twelve with like a an almost four K screen, and it was a thousand dollars. And it, it it's still I don't a, remember this. It's still a Chromebook. Type oh, in yeah. Pixel Chromebook. Yeah, yeah Pixel. Pixel I remember Pixel this. It looked it looked phenomenal, but at the end of the day, it's still a Chromebook. It's not high enough spec for anything. It's got four gigs of RAM and thirty-two gigs hard drive, and it's a pretty big laptop. But Chrome OS is the only thing that oh, that limited Chromebooks yeah. because Chrome OS is just a glorified version of Google Chrome. It is just Chrome. It is Chrome. It's exactly Chrome. That's all. Those are the only apps you can install are the ones on the Chrome Web Store. It's Chrome and a a mild file explorer? I don't know. Pretty much. I, I side-loaded Ubuntu on it because um yeah. I like to code. So I guess Ubuntu shit, on a Chromebook is the way you get the most out of the system. Hmm. That just has me think about what I'm going to get in terms of laptops because I was thinking about just getting a Chromebook, but now you guys are saying all these things. So I'm like, hmm, I'm not so sure about that. This is my honest, full opinion. My full, like, honest, wholehearted opinion. If you're in the economic position, there's no reason why you shouldn't get a Mac. Because all of the people I know that have gone to college have been using Mac. Like, college is really weird. Like, in at Vaughn and at Taft, we use a lot of mainly Windows computers. But it seems like across the country, college is, like, uniformly Mac. Like at we, Lane, it's pretty much only Mac. Yeah, like yeah, I, I know Lane does a great job at like campus. Like Lane has the ability to do that. Vaughn, yeah. the only time we can use Macs is during film class and like photography class and like certain writing workshops. But every CS class at Lane uses yeah uh, Macs, and that's because and they're 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 we're just, huge, and we get a ton of money from yeah. And uh, every like every arts class, like AP Photo, all those classes use Macs. There's literally there might be one Windows lab in the entire school. Yeah, and that's because when you think about it, most of the professional programs you're going to be using on Apple computers are designed by Apple. So if anything goes wrong, you have instant support from people who know exactly what's going wrong. Whereas on Windows, you're using Sony Vegas, which is a Sony program, and then you've got a Microsoft operating system, and even like a Dell computer. So you've got all these service loopholes you've got to go through and shit. Listen, I've been to the Apple Store about twenty thousand times, and people don't know. Some people don't know what the fuck they're talking that is about. True. In store. That is true. That's true. But the genius, the genius, the genius don't know what It's a fucking joke. I feel like it depends you know? on which store you go to. Because if you go to the Michigan Avenue, they've got their shit on lock. No, they haven't. I asked them to replace my screen. They told me I had a problem with my fucking file storage. I was like, oh, I was using the phone fine. Oh, the that's cool. That about. just happened. What? Nope. I think... I think if you're a bare-bones user, like, and you're not demanding much, Chromebooks are perfect for you. Like, yeah. for me, 
I have one PC for all my I'm, editing, which is my desktop. And then when I'm leaving the house, I'm literally just either coding or editing documents. So getting a like, Chromebook was perfect because I just sideloaded my Ubuntu and I just sit there and type Python and shit all day. I feel like you could almost get away with anything if you had an iPad Pro. You I mean, could, but I, I feel like people still desire a, a laptop kind of like full yeah. OS type experience. I feel like if I'm going to get a laptop solely for school, uh, even if I don't need it, I want a, I want an iMac, uh, a Mac, MacBook Air, probably. Because college software is mainly on Mac, and even though you could get it without a Chrome, I feel like the hard drive limitations are there, and for someone who's not as hardware savvy as maybe us, uh, replacing a hard drive isn't necessarily an option. And cloud storage is finicky sometimes. You can't get access to it on the go all the time. Unless, unless you're always at Starbucks and you're white. But, uh... <laughs> um, excuse you. <laughs> Check your privilege. <laughs> I checked it, and it's... Did you just misassume my race? <laughs> I'm trans-ethnic, excuse you? I actually I'm like ex to sexually identify myself as a potato. I sexually identify... <laughs> oh, remember... La oh, wait, were you in my class last year? We had a sub. And, you know, Lexi? Okay, never yeah. mind. I'll tell the story later off the podcast, because no one knows what I'm talking about. But I told my substitute teacher I sexually ident identify as a West Nile saltwater crocodile. Um, <laughs> and what they say? They were just like, okay. Um, but we're still on Chromebooks here, and build quality wise, I think Samsung has got it in the bag for build quality on their Chromebooks. Other than the the shitty shitty, like, gray plastic one hundred and twenty dollar ones, they're. Them and HP have the HP 11 inch Chromebook is so nice that that's 14. But the 14 inch is not, I'm not gonna sh trash on it because of the screen. But like the design of the 11 inch HP Chromebook, I wanted it so bad. But the only reason I didn't get it is because I wanted to take it to school every single day because it's so small and it's super portable. I called Vaughn, my high school. Uh, the month before school started, uh, freshman year, and I said, will I be allowed to use my Chrome, my, my laptop every single day as a note-taking device? And I was told no, so I didn't buy it. And if I look at it now, I think it's a really, really solid device for just school. But I feel like, Zach, if you're going to get a Chromebook, I don't really think there's anything wrong with it. I would just personally get an external hard drive. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was. Or, I was thinking about it. Like or pay. Yeah. Or pay for like, uh, like, and does Dropbox still do like fifty gigs, uh, for like twenty dollars a month or something? I feel like it's. Probably I don't cheaper. know, but Google Drive. Yeah, Google Drive have, does it. If you have an EDU account, you get ten terabytes. Yeah. So. You, that's probably solved and as soon as I you get have, to college. I get 100 gigabytes free when you sign in to your Chromebook for the first time. Yeah. I don't know. I think overall, Chromebooks are good for the bare bones user, and that's literally it. I know if you get the HP Chromebook, and there's a certain deal. Uh, if you get it, you get free, like, a free 100 megabytes of data. Every, a uh, 4G data every month from T-Mobile. And it sounds like ass, but if it, if it's like that one day where you're 
you're not at school and you need to access a document, which is like 11 kilobytes, if we're being real here. 11 kilobytes and you have 100 megabytes for a month and it's free. Fuck, I, I'd use it. Yeah, but the issue is with Chromebook is that you're constantly re-upping and re-downloading versions of your text document, but which that, eats up data really fast. But if it's, it's constant cloud sync. But if you're at school most of the time, which you will be, or at home, there's Wi-Fi. This is like on the go where I need to do my homework, I need to write this paper on the train. And then you can download it, turn it off, and work on it offline, and then turn it back on and upload it. Right, okay, in that case, yes. But if you were going to just go online... Yeah, if you're only using it for, like, YouTube and fucking downloading goat porn, probably not the best. Um, I don't know, would you, would you got, Evan, would you be able to use a Chromebook as your daily driver at school? As a daily, like, note-taking thing at Lane? Yeah, like, note-taking and then, like, working on essays and PowerPoints Um, and group projects and such like that? Possibly. I think this year, maybe because my teacher's a little bit more chill... But, um, like, in, in previous years, definitely not. I've had teachers that would not have been down with I know that. math, I've never been able to. English, uh, I feel like it's not so much as, like, my teachers are uh, against it. It's just, like, that awkwardness of everyone's like, what are you doing? And it's like... Yeah, but, like, this year, this, I, I've only, I only take notes in math. Yeah. And then three of my other seven, of my other six classes, I'm already provided a computer. Nice, nice. Now, I'm going to be real here. Uh, me, Ben, and Evan all went to the same grammar school. Uh, oh, Lord Jesus. And they had uh, G4 MacBooks, the plastic white ones. Oh, I remember those. I am, you're probably going to hate me for this, but I have one upstairs right now. And it is still a solid machine. I have the 2009. But you, you have the aluminum one, the first aluminum no, 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 one. No, 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 I have a 2009 oh, wait, yeah, and 10 you, white MacBook. Yeah, you have it. And you have that metal one too, the, the G5. Yep, I have a G5. I have a PowerBook G5. The G4 MacBook is still a great computer. No, I have the G4, but the big version. I think it was the. Here, let me see. I think you have the PowerBook. PowerBook. Yeah, the PowerBook G4 is the one I have. But the, the MacBook plastic one is just the MacBook. Oh, okay. It's not like a power, but it's just Mac. I haven't even used That's that. the one they refresh with that one port bullshit. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's still a great computer for anything, really. It still renders movies, like, pretty speedily. Fucking Because of, like, five, twelve optimization. Megabytes of RAM, dude. 80 gig hard drive? I know the one upstairs has, like, 160 gig hard drive with uh, 2 gigs of RAM. I don't even think this computer can get... It has a core I don't even think this thing could get OSX, like... Left. I know that one runs Lion. Yeah. The one this upstairs? One? The oh, one upstairs no, runs Lion. This one probably doesn't even run Lion. I think it, I think it runs, uh, not Yosemite, but the one right before it, so Mountain Lion. This one? No, the one upstairs. Oh, I was about to say, I'm like, this motherfucker can barely run Snow Leopard. Yeah. Um, but I think if I already haven't experienced, like, me building my own computer and constant gaming, if I was ever introduced into esports... I would definitely be able to use a Chromebook. Definitely. If I wasn't in the financial position I am now, I'd be completely complacent on using a Chromebook. Because I wouldn't need to do the things I do today, like editing podcasts and stuff. And I think a Chromebook, and correct me if I'm wrong, if you guys have seen the Chromebook ads, have you not? Where I have not seen Oh, there's a few. They they were aired in like 2014, where 
it was like grandma setting up Facebook for the first time. Oh, yeah. And like, if we're being real here, Chromebooks have the best marketing because they know what their computers do. Oh, yeah, we thought about getting one for my dad because he's absolutely not good at <laughs> computer stuff. They are so well marketed towards their per their like perfect audience. They have students and non-tech savvy people. It's just an internet browser. There's nothing that can go wrong unless you download yeah. like fucking... Ubuntu. Uh, well, yeah, Ubuntu, that's like... If you're if you're not tech savvy, there's no way you 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 miss you, you accidentally <laughs> you accidentally install Ubuntu. <laughs> oh fuck! I just went in my command line on accident and installed. I just enabled packages. developer mode on accident and then entered three lines of code. Uh, yeah. I also like the Chromebooks that are kind of tablets, like the ones that the Pixel C tablet. No, not not that one. The one that like it's Acer and it bends all the way back. Oh, and you can hold the it. hybrids. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but I still like it. And then uh, transferring that to our last topic is laptops as main computers. All right. So I think laptops in, a, in general are never, ever going to retake desktops. And I think we can all agree at that by a long never shot. Uh, and I think the I think the main thing with laptops is that... Um, they're trying too hard to be desktops. And especially uh, nowadays that you have, like, the gaming laptops that have, like, full fucking 1080 GPUs and shit. Um, and they're trying, they're trying so hard to knock a desktop out and bring this mobility aspect into it is where they're kind of driving people away because I, I, I recently was able to use one of those really fancy MSI uh, gaming laptops. Those mechanical keyboards? Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I used it for a good couple hours at an event, um, and I felt like um, it got hot, and, and it was just like something I would never want as a daily fucking like thing. Now, what I would do is if I had like a whole nice setup at home, i close the laptop and plug it to an external display maybe. <laughs> would be something I might be interested in. But I think the idea of having a full desktop and having this whole big fucking interface and, and getting nice GPUs swapping out in and out like without having hassle is what PCs were, gaming PCs were all like all in all. Like being able to build a PC and upgrade it over time rather than spend $6,000 on a gaming laptop and then once that's obsolete, oh, well, you're fucked. <laughs> you know, like buy the next one. Um... And overtaking desktops will never ever happen like whether you have a macbook overtaking an imac that would never happen you would never have a gaming pc i feel like it, it overtakes it in the sense that you can do more like you can you can't do it as fast but you can do it in more scenarios like i can't bring my imac on the train and type a a letter to my dog right <laughs> <laughs> right, but at the same time, you can do it on your phone, right? Everything is cloud-based on your phone. And so if you have, like, that battery life, battery life were to ever get better, you, you can do most of the shit you have on an iPad or a phone, like an iPad with a data plan. could probably overtake a laptop, which is what they're trying to do now. The iPad Pro and the Surface, they're I trying really to get... I want an iPad Pro with a 12-inch one. Just they're trying to, to get do with it. tablets that run full-fledged OSs to take over laptops in general. And I think that's why things like the Chromebook are kind of... Are never hitting as hard as they really did because people can go buy an iPad Pro with the data plan and have all the Google apps that you have, uh, and edit and edit away without having to worry about it. The only difference with Chrome OS is it's seamless transitions between anything that you need. And then when okay. it comes to Windows, oh yeah, go ahead. On a on a side note here, 
I'm on the Lane 2020 Facebook page, and the top three posts are Lost My ID, the second one is Anyone Like Tyler Creator, and the third one is Hit My Line If You're Trying to Buy Some Loud Fire Emoji, Fire Emoji, Fire Emoji. <laughs> Lit. I think you're too close to your mic again, but that was fucking gold. Dude. That was golden. I was waiting for the Foster bus, just like on my phone, and like playing on my, my watch. And this guy just walks down the street. He's like, loud, loud, anyone loud? And I was like, I'm pretty sure loud is, I'm pretty sure loud is weed. But. I was at a concert and I was standing in line and this guy comes down the line and he's yelling, Pop-ons! and I was like, nobody, bro. Oh, no. Okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I mean, in, in besides that, like, if I were to live on an Apple ecosystem, I could do it. If I were to live on a Microsoft ecosystem, I could do it. And if I, if I even had the chance to on fucking Linux, I can do that. Chrome OS, not so much because I would need applications, and I'm sure there are workarounds to that, but um, I kind of just would be like to be able to just download and click and run applications. But if I were doing only document editing, then yeah, I could probably live on a Chromebook too. I feel like I could not do... I could do Mac only. I could not do Windows only. Just because I use my Mac and I use my my desktop, like, interchangeably, and I need that sense of stability that like if my PC blue screens, I have something that will not kernel panic. Okay, like because I don't Macs don't blue screen they kernel panic and it's exactly the same thing basically, just dependent on cause and what happens to your computer to cause that to happen. But if I did not have my Mac. I would die. <laughs> I would die. Because there's countless times where I'm trying to edit a video on my SD card and my I'll be running Premiere on my on my computer and it just blue screens. I have no idea why. I've had this ever since I first built my computer. I just get random ass blue screens. I've replaced CPUs, I've replaced motherboards, I've replaced GPUs, hard drives, power supplies, and it just doesn't get fixed. But in that case, I know I know Zach. You don't have a laptop, but do you think you could live on? You could use only a laptop as like your primary computing device. If I get a good enough one, then yeah. Okay. But if I get one that's like, if I was only allowed to use a Chromebook, then no. Because <laughs> there's like stuff I want to do more than just take notes or yeah. things like that. I want to like be able to play CS:GO even though I'm probably even less than a silver three, but... <laughs> Gary's mod. <laughs> Gary's mod? I want to play Barbie's Funhouse, you know? <laughs> All right, now this is this is my, my gripe. Do you think you would comprom- you'd take a thick laptop if it was way more powerful, or a thin one that was less powerful, but it was, like, way more transfer... like? Let's say you had a thick laptop and it had a GTX 980 in it, like M, or you had a 960M, but it was thinner and, yeah, just thinner. Or would you want, like, the perfect combination of performance to size? So, like, we're talking MacBook Air or the MSI, like, a gaming one with a full-size mechanical keyboard, or, like, a MacBook Pro Surface Book thing. Um, larger laptop. 
I would I would probably go for the larger laptop because I know it's less transportable, but it's still transportable. Yeah. Like I, I'm I'm not huge on transportability, because I mean, if you're if you're willing to do it, you can carry anything around. Yeah. Um. And I'm willing to like carry anything around. Like remember, like when we went to your house, and I just carried that purple ball the whole time. Oh God! You carried a giant. Not a giant, a kickball, just a purple kickball, all the yeah. way from Von Stuben to my house. That was insane. Yeah. Um, and then this random guy on the bus asked if I played kickball. And you're, and you're like, hell yeah, dude, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I think the one thing that keeps me from choosing a Surface Book, since it's a, I, I choose a MacBook Pro over a Surface Book every, any day of the week, because of one thing. No matter what you try to do, your your Windows PC slows down over time. And that's that's not Microsoft's fault. That's OEM service providing, I guess, cheap components, and you don't really know what's going in your computer. Whereas Apple controls every single thing. They control the specs and the software in, in their computers. So Mac is always usually... I, I don't want to say always usually. It's most of the time, I'd say like 90% of the time optimized so that your your computer it's going to slow down cuz it's old it's older now but it doesn't kill it like you take any computer that when it came out was running windows vista and you put windows 10 on it it's 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 a toaster dude yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, disagree with that because the iMac we have at my mother's house, which is the 2011, that's running OSX Sierra, has probably some of the worst cancerous loading times ever in fucking history. My dad's it takes me has Sierra, and it's fine. It takes me 15 minutes to log in. Or 2009. Well, we have the Retina one, and it it takes me about eight minutes to log in. I think there's something wrong there. <laughs> I think it's the hard drive. <laughs> yeah, doesn't Mac? Uh, you're. Your stepdad have like three thousand fucking terabytes of like external data. Dude, he has like uh, he's got pretty much the hard drive equivalent to like a fucking server. I think he he just need to build a server for that. <laughs> I have a server at the house. I built a server. I think he should uh, figure that out because I don't think having that many external hard drives equipped to a Mac really makes it any easier to use. Okay, um... Yeah, but, like, all in all, laptops are there for the mobility of things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that's what it's always going to be, and there's going to be a fine line between those two. All right, now, this is the last thing we're going to talk about for today. And that is... If you have... One, and I mean one... Not like one an accessory. Only one thing. You can bring one laptop slash technology device you can bring to college. What is it? So, do you really bring your phone automatically or is that one of the options? Phone is already, phone's in there, phone's in there. Okay, so, so like a laptop or a tablet or something like that? Yeah, laptop, tablet, desktop. Like, your phone, you have your phone. Alright, that's a given. Give phones given. Uh, I guess you could you could be given a watch, an Apple Watch or a Smart Watch or a Moto, whatever the fuck gear. What is it? A Note Gear? No, what gear. 
whatever Samsung Galaxy Gearware or something. Gear, yeah. Fuck it is some long bad name. <laughs> uh, or like, so yeah, you just get one thing, one thing only. I would have to say, oh man, this is a hard choice. I'd probably bring my desktop. Same. Well, this is my only desktop, and it's a family desktop, so I can't do that. So this would um, be. I even I'd even bring a. Uh, a, a since Zach doesn't actually have a laptop already, this is like, this is assuming you don't have anything right now. You you get like five, you get ten thousand dollars for co- five thousand dollars for college, and you can spend it only on one computer. What are you spending it on? No, 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 no. Not even $5,000. Just one redeemable coupon for a free computer of your choice. I'm building one. Building one. I would have to probably go for like a high-end a high-end laptop of the Windows variety. I'd get a Surface Book and put Mac on it. Because <laughs> not only do I have a tablet, but I have the equivalent of a MacBook in spec wise that's that's what i'm going for and i have the pen and i'm not sure if the pen would count as an accessory or if it even would work on a touchscreen on a mac but yeah i think that'd be the best bet for me hack and touch the shit out of a surface book too all right so that's my choice tangent's choice two desktops two laptops that's All right. I go. I. I mean, if I were to resort to a laptop, I'd probably go with the Surface Pro, Surface Pro Four, one of the newest ones, and then probably just find my. Weasel I don't know if I go. I don't think I'd get a Surface because it doesn't come with that full keyboard. It comes with that little like. Uh, uh, you can always get an accessory full. Well, full no, because this is this is no accessories. This is one computer. I could probably live with that then. Yeah. I, I mean, if you're if you're you're taking one thing to college, ninety um, percent of the time, I don't think you need taking to. Taking my iPhone Seven Plus. My Apple Watch. Right, I'd be taking and my mo- and my MacBook Pro or Surface Book with Mac on it. LG G Watch, and then I. I mean, I, I'd even if Chromebook had app support for like third party apps, I'd fucking grab a Chromebook and have everything run through Android, yeah. Android Wear. Android like my Android ideal Google. scenario, uh, MacBook in my dorm, HP Chromebook Eleven, on the go, along with a 3DS or a Nintendo Switch, you know. <laughs> this is something right. this is something I forgot to ask, but I'm gonna throw it in here just as an extra. Siri or Cortana? On on Mac, not on your phone. I've never used Cortana. Fuck Cortana. I don't use either. Cortana's I've ass. Used I'd rather have Siri to be honest. <laughs> Siri. Yeah. Alright, so that's that debate. That's um, it's over. <laughs> we actually have I mean, a two was... hour podcast, guys. <laughs> That seems like almost two and a half hours. Nah, it's ex- like exactly two hours, dude. All right, thank you for listening to us sound like stupid people arguing about computers for what seemed like forever. Yeah. Um, I'm probably the stupidest one here. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but uh, next week, we're going to be coming out with a... I don't... It's going to be different. It's not going to be all hardware-based, but hardware-related. So... I'm going to say goodbye, and then we're just going to go in order. So uh, my name's Andrew, and I'll see you in the next one. My name's Ben. See you in the next one.
I'm Evan. I'll see you later. I'm Zach. I'll see you in the next one. And I, I started the episode with this, so uh, Zach's gay.